Yeah, welcome to We're Just a Messages podcast. Of course, I am Mike. What's happening? Back in the building, man. It's your boy Marcus. You dig? And Fuck I... with me. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I couldn't do this thing without my dog Drew Money on the boards. Uh, 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 how y'all feeling? Feeling great. WJT on Mondays, man. How are y'all feeling, man? Feeling good, man. Had a had a had a nice little calm weekend. You know, didn't do nothing too crazy because usually, you know, on the weekends, I'm trying to either. Go out with my people, or you know, just do something. But it, I was just relaxing this week. That's what's man. up, man. That's what's up, man. You ain't you ain't mixing up around too much. Hell no. Then it's about to start getting cold now, so I ain't trying to fuck around. <laughs> you feel like it's worse when it's cold and you start fucking around? Yeah, boy. When it's cold and you moving, and that's the best. That's the the uh, most times people get sick. You going place to place. Oh hell you got yeah, your yeah, jacket yeah, yeah. on, right. jacket off. Hide in, hide in the building, come out, cold as shit, out the building, so... I heard them COVID cases been going up lately. Oh, what? Y'all heard about that shit? Hell yeah. Shit ain't never left. No, that shit yeah. ain't never left. That shit ain't never left. My grandparents don't bullshit, though, but they on them, they on them boosters. <laughs> they don't bullshit. <laughs> People still getting boosters? Hell yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah, definitely. Because you know that shit ain't going to do nothing but it, it uh, expand. Make yeah. new variants and shit like that. That's how a virus go. Like it yeah. just that shit just be making new new strands all the time. But definitely around the winter time is when that shit start to kick up. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck around though. I mean, I don't be getting no boosters or nothing. But when it comes to germs and shit mixing around with other people, people be nasty. Y'all know that for sure. People definitely be nasty, bro. But it just depends. I think if if they have more stricter laws, a lot of that shit would cut down. Because you know, in certain countries, you can't even spit. Like outside, yeah, you on the floor, you on the ground, yeah. Yeah, you cannot do that shit. They will send your ass to jail, bro. That's crazy, though. Yup, yup. They do not fuck around with certain shit. But I mean, but we saw like when COVID first came, right? Y'all remember when they were seeing all the steps that some of the countries were taking or already had in the like, yeah, already, already in effect, yeah, already in effect, yeah. Like, um, they had like trash can, some type of shit they had outside bus stations and some shit like that, but. I don't know, man. This shit definitely. I definitely been seeing some cases like spike up lately, man. So niggas just got to be careful out here, man. That's all I can really say. Cause you start fucking around with these people, ain't no telling, man. Ain't no telling. Yeah, but I mean, they're also still gonna treat it like the flu. I mean, it's we're, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, we're definitely. during flu season, so we're about to be in flu season. So I mean, I I hope you know niggas stay safe. Do what you know you feel best is for yourself, but ultimately I'm still not fucking with the COVID shot. So oh no, I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, I never got one either. Yeah, I got the I got the Moderna one, 2021, two shots. I got like early August, and then the second one was like early September. Well, see, that's cool, but you because you ain't getting no booster, you not. Nah, I ain't never get, got no you booster. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I can understand people. Getting the first COVID shot because it might be for a job. You know, people under pressure with the job are. You know, just. You know, just maybe feeling like, okay, mm-hmm. let me just try to protect myself. Mm-hmm. But shit, I feel like once you get that that booster, I feel like they they doing something with that. They keep trying to make it to where you got to keep coming back to get the shot over and over. Drew, what was the reason why you wasn't fucking with it? It was it was just too new. Nah, that's just, what it was. I can't remember. I remember you said why. Yeah, I mean, I'm ultimately, bro. Like I'm, I'm cool on that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't, I didn't take vaccines as far as like. Anything outside of than what I had to take, so it's just one of those things. Like I'm cool, you know. Like I'm, I'm not gonna put something in my body that nobody knows anything about. And still, the long term shit we've seen 
so many lawsuits and all these companies five, ten years later is all for side effects. Just rather yeah. not. Let me just continue to do what I was doing prior to COVID and keep doing my rituals because... Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and a nigga here. So, you know what I'm saying? A dog ain't trying to wake up one day. He got a missing piggy toy or some yeah, shit. <laughs> nigga be done kick over. Yeah. Nah, I'm not trying to do that. So, just one of those things, man. I just had to do what's best for me that I think is best for me. And that's where I'm at with it. It's my life. So. I feel you. you got family who on that same type of wave, or everybody pretty much just. No, everybody probably, uh, yeah. All my immediate family has taken the shot. Yeah. So it's just it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And there was even family that was like, um, which I I'm, I mean, th- during COVID, I didn't forget this shit. You know how they kind of looked at me and treated me like ill. Like, this nigga don't have a shot. <laughs> For real. Damn, no. no boy been discriminating. But you got to remember, Marcus, around that time, like, when, when the shot first came out, like, around the end of 2020, it was, like, frowned upon to not have that shit. Yeah, that it's is like true. It's like you putting other people in danger type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And this is my up north family, so it's like... Oh, that's even crazy. Yeah, so it's like they came <laughs> they came down, and I'm like, oh, what's up? I'm, you know, I'm hyped in charge, and see him, gave him a hug, and they're just like... Uh, arm straight down. Uh, like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we heard you're not vaccinated. And oh shit! Like, that's what, it was like the new ill nigga. Don't touch me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ill boy. Don't fucking touch me, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, but nah, that shit was real as fuck. I was like, damn, bro, like that shit really had fuck with me for real. Like, mm-hmm. wow, you really feel that way, like. Now look at this shit. Now y'all trying to chop it up and all kind of shit. And it's like, nah, you remember? Ew, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? <laughs> but nah, it is what it is, bro. Like, I mean, you got to respect people for their choices. Oh, yeah, and definitely. That's just, that was my choice, and I'm sticking with it. Um, I don't see the need for me to go get it. And here we go, another another fall, winter, you know? I mean, whatever. Like I said, man, I'm... I'm around snotty nose children all, all type the time. Of, yeah, I just about to ask so, you about that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like my immune system has been built up prior it's been ten put times. Through, it's been put through the, the uh, guillotine. The, bro. Yeah, the guillotine. So, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, especially early on when I first started into the business. So it was like, I mean, I mean, technically, about, you should, you can't, you can't be overly protective of germs. You facts. need germs so your yeah. body know how to react to certain shit. One hundred percent. I'm not saying yeah. it's. At the end, it's a balance. Yeah. But your body does need germs so your immune system can know how... Oh, what's this? Okay, know how to handle that. Oh, what's this? Okay, know how to handle that. Yeah, you're talking 15 years in the game. So yeah, it's like... Yeah. My shit is probably Yeah, solid. the kids, the kids yeah, probably... Pops, in, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, introduce you to a lot of... Oh, for things. sure. Bro, I mean, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I've seen a lot. <laughs> so it's like, bro, you know... Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things, man. You just got to stay safe and do what's best for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to do. So, Oh, definitely. It's crazy. Kids don't even get chicken pox no more, do they? I don't think so. That was a big thing growing up, we growing up, bro. Like, I remember we spoke about that. Yeah. I, like, I definitely had that shit. Hell yeah. I firmly I remember that. being in just... fifth. I was like probably four or five. Yeah, four. Like I was probably like four years old. And I remember I had to be isolated. Like I had to be left in the room alone while everybody else was out in the living room. Oatmeal baths. Yeah, just sitting there in the fucking bed like, damn, dog. Everybody outside playing, having fun. Yeah. (laughs) I'm stuck in the fucking house. That shit literally was everywhere, But I'm pretty sure it might have even came from a vaccine that gave us these chicken pox. You think so? You know what I'm saying? It could have been. Could have been the allergy test that just had a side effect of chicken pox. 
Yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I've never had it. Because so. usually when you get vaccines, there are uh, side side, some side mm-hmm. effect potentials. Yeah. And so I never had it. I can't remember exactly what side effect they said the COVID shot had, but I didn't really experience any, any there was side like effects. Arm soreness or some shit like that. That's the only thing I really yeah. had. Some fatigue. Some fatigue. Yeah, some you fatigue. retired type shit. But, but I never, couldn't tell you, never had it. You know what I'm saying? Don't but know certain people like. gonna react to a certain like my uncle. He almost got taken out by COVID yeah. when it first came here. He was in the house. He had to go to speech therapy afterwards. Yeah, and all that because you know he had the tubes down. Like he really got mm-hmm. fucked up. So when you know shit like boosters and shit be coming out, he on it. Uh, the fact that I had to go to a fucking like unknown location to get somebody to shove something up my nose, pause, and. In order for me to get on an airplane. Oh yeah, the flight. Yeah, yeah, I remember like, that. This shit is still wild to me. Like, don't COVID test for flights was wild, I bro. Was like, and then it was just the most sketchiest places you had to go. It's like the, the people look like they're from Hills Have Eyes, and it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like yo, I, everything Hills around have this, eyes is crazy. Everything around this shit is just saying no. <laughs> like, just stay home. You know what I'm saying? You took your uh, COVID test in the West. No, it was I've done in shit everywhere, honestly. Wherever it was closest. I had to take one in the west and that shit was in a parking lot. Sound like about a, right. Like I've done a few of them. Like a drive through parking lot. Put I some had, tents up. Yeah, and I had to go and I get out the car and then they would stick the shit up my nose and then you'd have to wait for like ten minutes. Or yeah, some of them do that. Yeah. If you pull it to like an urgent care, them would come outside. Yeah. Yeah, I did one through like Walgreens. I used to go to Walgreens, have to do it in a drive through, whatnot. Boom, boom. Here you go. Test results in like 24 to 72 hours. Once I got that, I'm on the plane. You know? You good. Yeah, it was 24 to 72 hours? Mm-hmm. I had one where that was like, I got that shit back in like 15 minutes. I don't know if my shit was right or not, baby. I don't know. I got my shit back in like 15 <laughs> as, as minutes. More time, as more time passed on, it, it, it cut down the time. Yeah. yeah. So you might have been like a little bit. At the early, it was like 24 to 72 hours. But the wild shit is also... These niggas were selling fake fucking vaccine cards. cards. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> like, niggas didn't want to take the vaccine <laughs> for jobs, travel, all type yeah. of shit. This shit's so crazy. Like, there's fake IDs, there's fake vaccine mm-hmm. cards. Like, that was a wild time, man. I don't miss that shit at all. If it's like, a way for niggas to get money, they oh, gonna they're going to get it. Yeah. They're going to get to it, man. So big up. Big up everybody, man. You yeah. know, <laughs> big up Hush Puppy. You know, everybody who's <laughs> Hush <there>. Puppy. <laughs> big up <laughs> crazy. <laughs> big up everybody who had a good 2020. Just know, real cases, real, real people. people. Nigga. Real cases, real people. They will circle that block on your ass. <laughs> they yeah. coming for your Uncle ass. Uncle Sam will circle that block. I see some crazy shit the other day. It said like six, uh, six hundred and sixty-eight million dollars is owed in taxes from a from U.S. Americans. But they said it I was said in US that Americans. Year. I'm tripping from Americans. But they said that was in that certain year. I think it was the year around COVID time, bro. I think it's it was just like for that 20, year alone. Yeah, I think it was just for that year alone. That's I think it wild. was like either 2020 or 2021, if I'm not mistaken. From what I saw, it looked like it said from that specific year, like during that time period. So niggas definitely ran it the fuck up during that time. This shit a bro. fucking scam, man. Oh, Taxes is a fucking scam. Bro. Yeah. I pay that bitch now because I don't play around. But that shit a fucking scam, bro. I don't think state taxes are scam. I think federal taxes are scams. I, I think can see state that. taxes you kind of need because you gotta try to preserve whichever area. Nah, I'm, you I'm live cool in. with the state. I'm cool. Taxes. It's the Fed. Yeah, though, the federal bro. tax. I feel like yeah, the that's a scam. Federal tax that's be a scam. kicking my ass. Bro. Everybody. 
That should be kicking my ass. But it's like I even heard in certain countries, I don't know if it was a verified source, like them boys don't even be taxing their people. We're the US, bro. <laughs> we print money and we gonna make the money. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it's it's all a big cycle of mm-hmm. recycling money. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a funnel that continues to go on and on and on. But we all know this shit and there's Ways to get away from this, you know? If niggas want to bounce, bro, <laughs> there's options, <laughs> you know? There's definitely options. Yeah. But, but you're going to pay, and you're going to pay Uncle Sam, though. Yeah, you yeah. definitely. You right. definitely going to pay. If not, you're going to get that bill. And then, what's so nasty, because they let my... I know somebody who let, who didn't file taxes for 11 years, mm. and they spun the block on him. He had an old, like, four, he had an old, like 14K or something like that. He just wasn't filing. Yeah. He got it. It was higher, but he got it down. Yeah. So how long he ain't paid taxes for? You say that again? Eleven years. Eleven years. So, so from twenty eleven to twenty twenty three. All right. Something so like from twenty eleven to twenty twenty three, he just he wasn't pay. filing. He nope. wasn't filing, but he only had got to pay fourteen back. Fourteen bands. He Which got if it, you he got think it about it, he got off good. Yeah, about to say he got off fucking amazing if you think about it because you don't gotta pay it all back at once either. No. So nigga, you could scratch it. Imagine but they hit him, you... but they hit him like, hey, this is what it is. Like Yeah, I know they they hit you, but you gotta look at the bright side of things. They hit you, but bruh, think how much now if you smart now and you got tax money and you got a you know, you're not paying taxes on your money, you getting, you know, you're getting you're essentially getting all your money from work. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't do something within that time to, I guess, you know, generate some cheese or like at least have savings because you got enough, even though that is pointless to have the savings mm-hmm. and then do that to try to save your ass. But at the end of the day, you should have came out more on. I'm just thinking from a different mind space. You should have at least came out a little bit on top, bro. Even if you owe 14K, you got to at least be up like. He's lucky his ass ain't go to jail. Yeah, like 75, <laughs> eight. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, yeah, he's lucky he go to jail, but you at least got, there's gotta be some type of outcome out this shit because at the end of the day, you not paying taxes, you know exactly what you're doing when you're not paying taxes. Paying yeah. taxes. You know exactly. You're trying to get over. You're, you're trying to, so yeah. I hope you had something to kind of be like, all right, bro, yeah, I'm getting over, but I'm getting over for a purpose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't just get over to have extra money to just go do dumb shit now. Like, mm-hmm. You feel me? Like this shit, because you already know, bro, you're not going to get away with this. There's going to be the line in the sand will be drawn eventually, my nigga. You, you going, and they gave you four, they give you a good 14 year run. <laughs> you got a great 14 year run, my nigga. Like, That's what I'm saying. you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure, jail. I'm pretty sure you had some great times, yeah. but my nigga, you should already, you should already know them boy going to come knocking at your door one day. <laughs> Nobody gets away. No, hell no. Hey, you know what's so wild is because I, when people, so when the shit be going down, my mindset be like, you know they just going to let you build this shit up. Word. It's, until, it's only a until, matter of time. Until, until it's a matter of time. I, don't, I can't fuck around with shit like that. Mm-hmm. I can't play around with that energy because I'll be fucking paranoid. Then you hit me with a bill, immediate bill at that. Oh, you owe X amount of dollars? Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. But a lot of people don't be paying that shit. Mm-hmm. They just be like, fuck it. Like, they just let that shit build up. I know somebody who just let it build up on purpose, even though they know they can pay it. Maybe there's some like he he pays he some- pays he pays it he pays like monthly or every other month when he feels like it. But he can pay he can pay it off. He yeah. just chooses not to. Hey, I guess it, hey, if you got it like that, because you know, I guess for you know some people want to see they whole check, but it sounds like he has a plan with doing that. 
He's just not be doing that shit and just be like, hey, man, I'm just going. He's just be like, man, fuck them. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay it when I I'll feel pay, like it. Yeah. But he know, like you said, but he know he got the means to just be like, all right, when that shit come. He can. He yeah. just doesn't want to. I feel it on that. You know, some people got their stance like that on the government. As I'm starting as I'm starting to earn more money, I'm definitely starting to see like some of the gripes with, with taxes. I ain't going to hold you. It's like they, they really be. Oh, especially if you single no kids. Oh, man. <laughs> Dog, you single, no kids. You're getting, you're getting, yeah. You're getting Wait, they're packing you up. Yeah, yeah, they're packing you up. They are packing you up, man. It's unfortunate, but I mean, it's, it's not much I can really do about it, but just really, you know, get off a little gripes here and there. But, you know, or just don't be single and get some churn. Okay. <laughs> That's not an option for me. But, <laughs> but why would you, why would you, why, why would they have to put me in that position anyway? Uh, that's the, we're in the U.S. That's, nigga. That's, that's just that's, that's the dice. That's your role. That's, that's, that's the uh, what's what's the word? I'm, what's the what's the term I'm looking for? That's the hamster on the wheel Damn. shit. That's just constantly chasing, constantly chasing. Or yeah. maybe this is an incentive to have kids. Like maybe they're trying to boost the population. This is a form of population control. Like we're going to make niggas have kids so they could get more incentives and more money. Mm. But. Man, just a theory, kind of geek. So it's a theory. It's it's possible because if you think about it, slavery still exists here, and it's not in the form of blacks. Essentially, it's in children. Like that's that's what it really is. It's the the biggest money maker in the United States is is selling children, bro. Unfortunately. Damn, damn, that is deep. Yeah, you took it there. But that's what it is. So mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's, there could be some truth in that. Mm-hmm. There could be some truth in that. I mean, literally, bro. Like, think about how much. And I mean, there was, you know, it was the time that we really was looking at, like, how much, like, all these kids just popping up, going missing. You know, what I mean, yeah. it was like videos of kids trying to get snatched and people hopping out cars, snatching children. And but yeah, that's the. It's still slavery happening here. Yeah, I remember hearing about that shit in Ohio where there was like a thousand kids it's missing. Everywhere, bro. It's Crazy. everywhere. Yeah. A thousand kids missing is insane. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like it was like a lot. A, yeah, it was a lot. I don't know. It was like a, either a thousand. It was like a like a thousand. Is it a thousand or a hundred? I I think it's a thousand from what I cause it, it was it was a crazy number. That's what made me pay attention to it. So it had to have been like a thousand kids missing in Ohio. Yeah, that's that's definitely sad. But yeah. I mean, America got so much they got so much shit that's that's covered up, some exposed, but there's a lot of shit covered up. All I can say is, man, when it comes to them taxes, though, yeah, I'm with y'all on the Fed shit. Stay there, I ain't really got too much yeah. gripe. But if you don't, you know, it's going to be like that Beanie Siegel meme. <laughs> yeah, he's still looking out the window. <laughs> you stressed out. You stressed out on that couch. SWAT, SWAT is outside your door. <laughs> yeah, someone is outside your door. So I seen, um, I seen an interesting article this week. It's something that we spoke about before, so... Um, they came. AI generated deep focals will be banned under new federal bill. Um, it's a the draft bill labeled the Nurture Originals Foster Art and Keep Entertainment Safe Act or No Fakes Act would create a federal right to those artists, actors, and others to sue who create digital replicas of their image, voice, or visual likeness without permission. This was three days ago. It was reported by Billboard. So I definitely saw something like this coming because I was just like, bro, there's no way we can continue to see like these these uh, AI vocals yeah. and, you know, because, you know, like when they be doing the, uh, the, 
the Patrick Star. Yeah. When he be over like older <laughs> older songs and shit mm-hmm. like that. And even when they was making like actual like they had like a Drake and a Weekend record or some shit like that mm-hmm. or yeah. somebody else. But I'm hey, I'm not even mad at it. I'm actually glad that this should happen because that, that could kind of cut down on the bullshit that we've been receiving from music anyway. Definitely. And then with that, um, I know that was one of the things for the actor strike, for the strike. That was a big thing for them, too, is the AI, like, making sure that the AI doesn't, like, essentially take their job. Mm. So I think with the, the deep voice thing, you know, you can't just, you know, you got to use, per, you know, you can't just go and basically, like like you just say, you just can't use a nigga voice without his permission. Yeah, imitation. So, you can't imitation. So I think, I know for the actors, they was trying to have that in there. So basically, you know, essentially they don't get their job taken. And then, of course, with the music, you don't want nobody just replicating your voice. At the end of the day, man... That shit is um that shit is needed because music still gotta come from the soul, man. Music still gotta have some type of feeling to it. And when you put the AI in it, nigga, you completely you completely cut in the and essentially, bro, you you and you're ripping the the soul out of the record. Yeah, ripping some shit the you can't you, you can't, can't duplicate replace, you, you know? can't duplicate a soul. Words. And so. you can definitely hear the hear the difference. Like if if just certain records just automatically hit you, like you mm. can't you can't duplicate the feeling of a Whitney Houston. No, when you first hear those vocals. When you hear those vocals, you see what I'm saying? Like, it just it just hit different, the goosebumps that it gives you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, we get to the point where it could be 100%, like, duplicated, but it's yeah. just like, oh, this shit fake. Like, yeah. this is not the artist. Yeah. And then, especially when you know, because on that, every AI song I heard, I'm like, yeah, it sound like them, but I know this ain't them. Like, mm-hmm. maybe. You can hear some type of distortion. Yeah. That happens. It's gonna be some lagging for now. You've heard any uh, AI reggae records? No, we don't need that. <laughs> oh, I'm saying because that's definitely more like they. they but I feel like they. The soul. I feel like they've been kind of doing that with Bob Voice because they be having like albums of him I was coming just about out. To ask you that. Yeah. So I, but I don't. I don't think it's really AI. It could be. I think it's just more of like records. Just, you think it's some records he already had, right? Or they're mixing, mixing up songs. I feel. I don't know. I mean, they, they continue to release certain albums, and then they'll have, like, features on them and stuff. So, I don't know. That's a good point. That's something to look into. But I will say, like, um, did you see the uh, the Google, uh, not Google, it's the Ray-Ban camera uh, glasses that mm-hmm. are coming out. So, they're going to be like, I think they, they will sync with your phone. Um, they also will be able to so say like you're walking um, past a Ch- um, a Chinese restaurant and the signs in Chinese, you can be like, "Hey Google, what is what does this sign say?" And it will decode the Chinese into English. That's hard. That's hard. Oh, shit, That's hard, <laughs> bro. That's hard. That's so, a spy kids type right. shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Shout out to spy kids. Fact. If you know, you know. <laughs> so also, um, so say like you want to go live, say like you're going parasailing or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be like, you can change your live. Say like you want to go live on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can go live on Instagram and then transfer it from the phone to your goggles. For not goggles, to your glasses. So like say you're paragliding. We can watch you now parasail. Like off of a mountain, real time, like through those um, glasses. And how yeah. much this shit cost? Three hundred, I think. That's it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah, I thought that shit was higher. <laughs> I'm gonna get that. Oh, <laughs> I thought that shit was higher. Oh, uh, 
Because you know, because I'm thinking it's kind of like along, and I know it's more advanced, more technology of the uh, the Apple Vision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, bro, this shit gonna be next level shit. And you know me, I'm a techie, so yeah. it's like, bro, like, I I know I'm getting them shit. So what what when did you be on top of it, bro? Uh, within like a year, sometime. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's you know. I, I definitely want that. Nah, for real, man. I'm excited yeah. about those. 300, though? That's yeah. an easy cop right yeah. there. I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. But it's going to be using, you know, it's a lot of, I mean, also, it's like what you're giving up. You know what I'm saying? You got it's a lot of access to giving up, you know what I'm saying, to these cameras. Also, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of shit that you're about to give up. Shit, them How far you feel like it's too far? Because I've seen some shit about, like, chips being inserted in humans now. Well, I know they were talking about, like, in LA, they're gonna start implementing like being able to scan your hand. Scan your hand, yup. And I ain't fucking with that. Yeah, man. that's scan. now I really feel like we're living in like iRobot times. Yeah, yeah like, that's some market of beast type shit. Yeah, some wild times. <laughs> like, I'm, if I'm you know, you know. I'm a techie, but it's a, it's my it's some limitations. I think when you start using like human DNA and shit like that, card reading, <laughs> like I know your address, I know where you live, I know. All yeah, putting all your information yeah. like on, on your hand, on your hand. Like, no, 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 no. Nah, no, it's, no. it's a little too far for me. That right there is a little too far for me. But as far as like experiences, it's, I, th- I feel like you're just experiencing things in real time and being able to capture shit. Be like, like sometimes you just can't capture shit other than in your head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with your real eyes or whatnot. And that's I feel like I've, I enjoy living in that headspace. Yeah, like, facts. I don't. Some things are just meant for me. Yeah, everything don't gotta be you captured. Know, captured, captured. Yeah. But now that I, for me currently in life, like I kind of have to capture certain shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? At the right moment, at that moment. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And so that's where I'm at with it. Like if this shit, if it can help do that, but I also know those um the Apple Vision can do something similar like that. But it's a little, they're a little bit more far advanced. But also the biggest hell, you can put Ray Bans on. And be able to do some fly shit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with that. Yeah, spy kid shit, like you said. That's spy kid. That's yeah. the first thing I thought of. That was 2000. Mm-hmm. There's some things they're starting to say we're we getting. I mean, they're a little late, but I yeah. mean, we ain't getting no flying cars. But well, I mean, I, I feel like again, <laughs> no. it's only this technology exists. Like these people create all type of shit, and you go to those tech markets and where they're essentially trying to advertise to the Sony's and to the Apples and to the Googles. And it's up to them to take on. You know what I mean? These people already created the shit. Now they just need mass production behind mass it. Mass production, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's some way other shit out here. You know what I'm saying? That Oh, definitely. Yeah, like you tell us just all the time, that up. shit, technology is advancing literally every day. Every day. Yeah. They got something new right now that we probably don't know about. Yeah. But shout out to AI, man. AI just helped create a new logo. I'll be dropping that on the 20th. That's for my up. one year, you know, you know, merch and all that shit coming too. That's what's up, man. But yeah, That's AI, up. man, that shit was you typing what the fuck you want. And hey, that shit it kind of gave, gives you some options to play around with. Then I cleaned the shit up and I'm like, yeah, this shit was very kind of cool. Like, mm. yeah, this shit was kind of cool. I knew shit was getting real when the, when the chat GPT shit yeah. dropped. Yeah, what exactly That's is what I, that? What is chat GB, uh, GBT? What is bro, that? Bro, you it's, can literally just... It's like talking to God. Dog, you can literally <laughs> do... You can literally say anything and this shit will type it for you. Shit will give you the whole rundown of everything. Let's say if you wanted to say, you know what, bro? I wanted to make a comedy about somebody getting married. Mm-hmm. It will have the whole It'll, script written 
typed, you know, this, you know, everything, dialogue, the people's name, the background, I mean, the, you know, the, the overall, you know, thesis, everything, you know, concept, everything. That's what, that's why Josh shit wow. was like, niggas use this shit all the time. That's yeah. why when Ja did this shit for his, like, his apology or whatever, it was like, yeah, nigga, we know where he yeah. got this shit from. Yes, wow. Yeah, but nah, for real, like, you can type in, like, yo, create a story about all three of us in the room podcasting right now mm-hmm. and how far it can go. And it will start from right here and go, like, literally a whole chapter God damn. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of reading. After after you type it in of what you really looking yeah. for, it's a lot of reading. But yeah, you'll be like right of a whole script. A whole script. Yeah. You'll be like, yo, bro, out. this shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then but also it's like I think it's more so of like how you use it. Like if you come up with a good idea, but you kinda need that push or like direction to see how you wanna how it can be laid out. Mm-hmm. It can be a good template. Yeah, it can be a very good template. I wouldn't say use it word for word because that's plagiarism, but it's still and it's old to I mean, the fucking technology. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but also you know it's one of those things like, how far again? How far are you willing to go? But this is the technology that we have on our hands. That's crazy. I remember when I was a kid, and I had to write like stories and shit. Like I really had to write yeah. stories for for school. Like I had to write that, shit. and I enjoyed writing. When I was younger, that was that was one of my things that I like to do. I kind of got away from reading and writing, but more so writing. I enjoy writing like adventure type stories and yeah. shit. So for y'all to tell me now, Chat GP is basically you just say some shit and they'll write a whole fucking that's crazy. Everything, AI yeah. hey, brother, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got the Jetsons shit like no. We that's cars. what I'm saying. We ain't got the we Jetsons got, and shit. We ain't got the flying cars and shit. I see them playing around with these drone motorcycles, but um, other than that, man, like. I'm happy to where we're at right now with technology. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, and just to be able to think like kids to come, how easy shit is gonna be for them. Like, if you got, if you want to, I mean, think about fucking kids in these YouTube channels. Of course, it's still exploring and putting these kids out there, but you can format your child's, you know, their whole show. Like, mm-hmm. now and we, they getting stupid money. Yeah, yeah, just children watching children playing with. Toys and shit. Toy reviews. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's millions of views, but then again, kind of or just a day to day. A yeah. kid, just a regular day to day. They with their parents. They making a living. I remember when I be going to get my hair braided, and my braider. You know, her daughter be watching like it's mm. you, dog. It gotta be. I done seen her watch like at least six different channels of like the kids just doing it, and their parents like, oh, what are we about to do? Oh, we about to do this? Damn. Three three million subscribers, six hundred k subscribers, uh, views per episode. Like 500, 500K, 300K, another 200, Dang. another 400. And this is just like like Drew said. It could be tour review. It could just be them on their day-to-day. Like, that's what the game is now, yeah. bro. Like, you can... And then and they making a living off it. I ain't mad. You said, hopefully, the parents are not, you know, essentially, like, fucking their kids over yeah. when they get older. Like, oh, shit, you took all the fucking YouTube money. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what the game is now. Like, that's their day-to-day. Is their kids YouTube channel? It's a it's guaranteed market. I mean, if you market it, yeah, if you market yeah. it correctly, and you have good content, it's going to blow. I know I, I know this woman, her two sons, they twin boys, and she um they have a YouTube channel, and like that's what they love to do. Like it'd be like video game shit. And I told them one time, I was like, "Hey man, stick with it. Like yeah. stick with that shit. Like you don't know where it can take your boys. Yeah. Like you never know. Like." Just let them stay with that. If they dedicated and that's something that they want to put time into, like definitely for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's a, it's an expansion in life that we are seeing that our forefathers and grandfathers and everybody above us probably never seen like life head in this direction to be this tech heavy. This tech heavy, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to become too tech reliant though. That's yeah. my only thing. Well, we're here now, nigga. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, you think about Uber Eats. That's tech savvy, bro. You don't have to. You have to twenty steps out your house, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of technology has made us a lot more lazy. Yeah, I won't it's, say it's that. Awful. It Groceries. You get everything. You don't have to do anything, honestly, at your house. That's the only one I've never done. What's that? Groceries. Yeah. I don't I don't want to do that. I, I feel like I always go get yeah, my own I, groceries. Yeah, I always, I always get my own groceries, bro. Yeah. But people, they on the couch chilling. No, chilling. Yeah. Oh. Got an hour? Okay, cool. Let but me, but it's know. convenience for people. You for know, some, some, some people. people I will pay for convenience now. Yeah. Certain yeah. things I will pay for convenience. Yeah. Like one of the biggest things, I know it's not new, but just like you know, the ability to just pay a bill from your phone. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go to the, you know, the water place, then mm -hmm. go to the internet place, then go to electric bill place, and I ain't got to do that. I remember those days. Yeah, you got to go with my grandparents. Got to go from place to place to pay these bills. Mm -hmm. Now, now I can just. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right. Now they got you fuck up. Now you got to go down there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you got to talk to a person. I need to talk to a person. Not this. If fuck they got you phone. fucked up, yeah. You, <laughs> you know what I'm starting to notice too. That's even become like a. A thing now, like, bro, I literally had to reach out to somebody who did my solar panels to reach out to the company mm. because I'm trying to get some shit situated. Bro, I hit her and they e they emailed her back within minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had emailed them two, three days ago. And it's always this, oh, we'll transfer you this. Like the, the automated voicemail, transfer you to this, transfer you to this, transfer you to this. These people do not want to talk on the phone no more, bro. No, they don't. No. And it'd be the funny ones when they be like, oh, yeah, thank you for calling. It's like, like, damn, bro. Like, are you sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I get it. It's a lot of remote living yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? But damn, nigga. Like, like damn, bro. Like, this is what type of time we on? This is why I'm getting the lazy responses. This is why I'm getting past. Oh, there's not my department. Hold, please. Bro, that shit crazy, And they getting bold with the hanging up shit, bro. Oh, bro. yes. Didn't act like it was a, 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 a disconnect or something. No, yeah. bro, you hung up on me, But bro. you also know that, like, once I call back, I'm not going to get you again. So yeah. it's like you... They yeah. know what they're doing. They definitely know what they're doing. Talking bro. about, oh, this this is going to be recorded for quality insurance. <laughs> Y'all don't be recording this shit, bro. Y'all be lying. <laughs> I don't think they be recording that Sometimes shit, Sometimes they do, man. This I think it's just more of a liability for them to be like, I'm going to hold you to these words that you're saying. Saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. This is, we, got, we recorded you. Any nigga. threats can be made and shit yeah. like that. No, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah they yeah. definitely recording them shit, bro. But AI definitely, hey man, I'm be like, yo, AI did that. I'm shit just glad again. music got control of that shit because I know it could have got real nasty with music. Yeah. Definitely could have. I mean, you talking like I can, I can make a song right now. Shit, I can make a a, a chat GP lyrics, rap this shit, and, and put like, it on AI. And Use Doja it, Cat voice. You see what I'm saying? And be like, yo, I got a feature with Doja Cat. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Sue the fuck out your yeah. ass. Oh, big. But you are, <laughs> you you're gonna feel good. This your time's going to come, but you're going to also get off the you know exposure. Yeah, yeah, about to say you'll get the exposure. Now they will hit you with the cease and desist at first before they sue you. Oh, you want this album? Fuck it, have it. Yeah, yeah they'll hit they you go. with. I think they'll it hit depends you with on the how cease much desist first. It, that's what I'm saying. It depends on how much. Excuse me. It depends on how much uh, exposure you got from the record. Was it worth it? You get what I'm saying? That's what it boiled down to. Was it worth it in the long yeah. run? Yeah. But you know, honestly, it's. 
It's it's one of those things, man. I, and I feel like that's with a lot of shit. Like yeah. these upgrading of phones, is it worth it? Upgrading of camera gear, is it worth it? You know what I mean? They add like a a notch up that should have been on the last two models ago. But they'll dress it up to make but it seem like, oh, you need this upgrade. You got to have nah. this shit. You see what I'm saying? That's- Shout out to Stan because he put me on point about Black Magic. Because Black Magic, when we talked about it. Black Magic got a, got a new one. It was a like, full right, frame, yeah. It ain't really worth the upgrade, bro. It really ain't. And niggas are selling the hell out the Black Magic. They selling the hell out the Black Magic. Yeah, they, <laughs> them shit hitting the airlines right now. So y'all want a good camera, they... About two bands for full kits yeah, and shit. You full kits, two bands. Yeah, so that's the lane's gonna run you about seven, yeah. seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's you know you get them shit right now. They're going hot because niggas are selling cameras. I mean, I'm, it is an A one camera though. It is. It is mm-hmm. an A one case. One of the best on the market. You can't get it like at a Best Buy or nothing like that. You're gonna have to actually go on Amazon or go on the site, cop it. Yeah. But like, yeah, Drew, like they be at, they be having like even with the phones, like. I'm always skipping every other phone, and it's usually due to, like, I said it before, like, my battery dying. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they'll dress it up to make it seem like, oh, shit, like, you need this. Yeah. yeah. This is the most intervating phone we've ever seen before. And you said the same shit the last series. Yeah, and the last series. You Y'all know, been saying the same shit since, like, series two. Same rollout, how they got the nigga on stage. I was just about to say, you know, 4S just had an anniversary you know 12 years ago. Crazy. That's 4S. crazy. Yes. 4S. Yes. Man, but when it comes to phones, <laughs> bro, like, you that really... took me back. When it comes to phones, like, the updating of the phone is, to me, because I know for my one on T-Mobile, I, I can get an update every two years. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dog, I just wait on it because there's really no difference. Like, I really don't see the difference for maybe for cameras and stuff bro, like that. Bro, they be updating the camera, and I get it. But even with, even with that, it's like, all right, bro, like... I feel like the phone is. I feel like with iPhone especially, it's the exact same shit like over and over again. But then when you look at like them Google Pixels and what they can do, like on the Androids, man, they Androids always have fire ass cameras. I've heard that. It's just a transition onto social media that always makes it kind of. They they be hating on them niggas, (laughs) but I feel like when you when you process your shit through a certain thing on Androids because it's. Literally like a, a a baby computer. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I think Apple they control their shit through pushing everything and everything's included. Like I can sync my computer, my iPad, my iPod, my everything to one. You know what I mean? So you get a text on one, you get a text on all. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Android's mm. a little different. But I Android's been light years ahead of Apple. Oh yeah, like you get on your iPad, your yeah. Apple Watch. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's but Android has been on some since they came out, I mean, you're talking about HD two times when you're able to tr- switch from Windows to Android. You see what I'm saying? Because it's a basically you download um, essentially like a, a, a new hard drive yeah. onto your phone, and uh-huh. so like you're able to switch back and forth. That was the like light years ahead of its fucking time. Uh-huh. But on top of that, when you think about Androids, the pixels, you're able to take like a picture right now. And I can be like, mm, let me take this out, Photoshop, boom, 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 like at a t- tap of a button. I don't have to go through Adobe and all this other shit yeah. like you have to do with Apple. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, the Google Pixels is fire. And I don't know what's holding me back to go ahead and like make that transition because, I mean, real life, like, 
Please don't make that transition. Nah, I'm <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, those, them text, the group text is about to be green. Oh, man, this is about to be terrible. <laughs> but what's so wrong with the green text, though, bro? Because, because it, it throws off. Picture, yeah, yeah well, you it throws off picture, everything. You send yeah. a picture to a nigga who has a green bubble under y'all group, and it's now like itty bitty. Like It looks like this memory card right here. Yeah. Like it just fucks up the it, it fucks up the flow of the chat. It definitely it, it fucks up the flow of the chat, bro. Like yeah. for example, like this background. So this background is like a live photo of the globe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like y'all see y'all follow me sometimes. I'll post like what music I'm listening to in the background. You see the globe be dark at night and shit. Yeah. So it just it has the live, yeah. and then also like it just it'll be positioned to where you are at on the map. Yeah. Okay. Like in your background, and I fuck with this feature. Like I think this shit is real dope. So, I mean, as more time goes on, bro, you'll just start to see more and more. And more. I see some crazy shit the other day. Matter of fact, talking about some, um, they're going to start have people like going to the moon and shit like that. I'm like, why y'all going up there for it? You can't live up there. Niggas, Ain't shit up there. It's just rock. Oh, niggas still going to the moon. Like, what no, the they fuck? haven't been in a minute, but they're actually talking about like going up there and trying to live up there. I'm like, for what? what? Ain't no, ain't no form of life up there. They're going to tax that shit too. The moon, moon tax, a moon tax, <laughs> a NASA tax, <laughs> a NASA tax. Yeah, but get up there, go. They gonna give you a life savings up, nigga. And who's to say I'm fucking getting? Who's the fuck to say I'm gonna get up there safely, you nigga? See what I'm saying it's yeah. a lot. All that, all that rocket fuel, like that's shit is very, very bad if that shit fucking. And abrupt. I ain't getting on Elon shit. Come on, though. So I'm going on that. Let me keep my ass. Certain shit, certain shit, we're just meant to be here. We had an eclipse the other day. Mm-hmm. I caught that shit yesterday. It wasn't a full eclipse. It was a what? What's it called? Uh, I don't know. It was an eclipse to me, but I think it was. I uh, see some people posting about it. Yeah, I, I know I caught it yesterday, but it was very tough. Um, It was definitely, definitely hard to catch that, but I was able to get it, man. It was just a solar eclipse. Okay, I remember the one that we had in 2017, and Charleston was one yeah. of the places to be because yeah. mm-hmm. the moon would have been over the sun completely yeah, in I Charleston. That. Yeah, I remember that. And I will say that's the first time I experienced that, and because they predicted that in like 1980 something or late 70s, it might have been late 70s. But I'm gonna tell you what, though. I remember that day like it was yesterday because we had to go to work, and then the job already had told him like, "Hey, we all know the eclipse lab, so we do have set aside time. You want to go outside check it?" And it was raining slash cloudy, yeah. mm-hmm. so like when we go out there, it's like cloudy and shit. So we didn't really get the, and we had the glasses, of course, so we didn't get to see it. But we felt that motherfucker because when that moon got over that sun, it got dark, but it started that temperature started to dip, yeah, yeah. and it's just crazy and like. You know, they tell us this is what's going to happen, but ex- actually experiencing it, it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. without the sun, mm-hmm. niggas would be cooked. <laughs> it wasn't like cold, cold, but you could definitely feel like the temperature dropping. And the, and the moon might have been over the sun for like, it was over there for some minutes, yeah. some good minutes. Mm-hmm. So people was able to get some good pictures and shit. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely an experience that I will definitely remember for a long time. It was like August 21st, 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on top of... Um Voodoo, we uh we went up on the roof and just was all laying out on the roof, just looking straight up. I was like, yo, bro, this shit is that shit fire. Yeah, that shit yeah. Was dope, I was man. at the Crossgrove Bridge. It was a bunch of people out there yeah. at the Crossgrove Bridge looking at that shit. Nah, it's it's been some beautiful times with the moon, man. Honestly, I mean, this year alone, bro, like I've been able yeah. to capture some crazy shit. But um, it just wasn't an investment in that teller lens, man. Like. Boy, you can do so much with that. Sh- that's just to be able to shoot, just shoo, that shit like a telescope, goddamn. And 
you, you know what? Me experiencing that eclipse for the first time let me know like how endless the solar system is. Facts. And the unknown that the we really... The un-fucking-known. Like, oh, shit. Like, I know they always told me, you know, you can see a shooting star. You can see an eclipse. But that day in particular just let me know, like, bro, like, this shit is endless, bro. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it. Where the moon is at. How far the fucking sun is, for one. Where that shit is at and how impactful it is from that far. It's like, bro, we're positioned at this spot for a reason. So, I mean, hey, salute to everybody who got some dope pictures for the Eclipse and shit like that. I don't know when the next full one would be that we had 2017. It'd probably be another 40 or 50 years, maybe. I don't know. But that one that we experienced, that was that was pretty dope. But uh, that, don't, that don't mean I want to go out there and see nothing now, though. Yeah. Like, a lot of people be trying to explore and shit. I'm cool. Just send me some videos or some shit like that. What you about to say, Drew? There's a place in Iceland that... Um that's 24 hours of day just because of the position that the is, position of yeah. the earth. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Like Some that, parts in Europe too, they got something like that. Like, bro, that's, I can't even imagine what that shit feels like to go it's to like, sleep. It's like, yeah, it's up. like the sun cheats to go down, but it don't. Yeah. Like, you just get like a nice sunset. You get a nice sunset. That's it. That's it. You just got pink and blue skies. That's your night. Beautiful skies. Like, that's so fire, dog. Like, I can't even count. Imagine not having no 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 uh no night. Imagine the drone footage I'm about to get. I think that shit would fuck up your mental. It mm. would. Well, I'm gonna go to sleep regardless. I don't think you would be a normal person. I'm gonna go to sleep regardless. I'm gonna tell you that now. Nah, I'm a nighttime kind of person. I need a night. Put that damn sleep mask over your eyes. <laughs> nighttime. No, I feel you, but I I don't want a lot of nighttime though. So that's why I'm not a fan of uh when we fall back because mm -hmm. it, it get dark early. No, I mean, as far as, I, I just, to me, it's like, for the nighttime, to me, it's the nighttime, it's kind of like calming, mm -hmm. in a sense. Yeah. For me, as far as like, just like chilling and relaxing at nighttime, to me, is always felt a lot more just relaxing and calmer than chewing it in the daytime. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me. No, I feel you. I feel you. It's just that when, when it started to get dark early, it's kind of like, I know, it don't affect my mood, but it's kind of like. My body knows what time it is. Yeah. I mean, I think if you still stay on your routine. It'll um, be good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, blackout curtains are a thing. Like you Shout out to my uncle. He's been yeah. on that since 99. No, <laughs> early 90s. <laughs> he didn't fuck around, boy. I don't blame him. Shit. Blackout curtains was his always his thing. I love a dark ass room, bro. Because it's, it's just one of those things, like Marcus said, like you just can be able to just tap down and calm down. Really sleep. Yeah. 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 So. That's where I'm at with. I mean, but also I know like the content I would be able to get outside of the sleep. So it's like, yeah. yo, bro, let's just, let's go to Iceland, nigga. Like, let's run this shit up for like a weekend. I wonder what that shit would be like for real, though. I I would tap into. I, that. I would experience that for a few days with yeah. him. I'm like, all right, now nah, let me. I ain't living there. I ain't, exactly. I'm not living there. <laughs> not living. There. Honestly, I feel like it's I would like just that, nigga. It's 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 twelve in the morning. Twelve a.m. It looked just like this. Yes. But I mean, even when you go places, that time is like going back or going forward. You know what I mean? Like Alaska, they don't have a lot. Of, it's reverse over there. They don't have a lot of sun Sundays. I mean, L.A. was, I mean, we're three hours behind L.A. And that's a huge change. So you're yeah. thinking like, like, I mean, you're going to sleep at like 5 a.m. in L.A. It's already, y'all already at work in the morning. Nine, you know 10. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like a full 24 back at home. You know what I'm saying? Like you're working a full 24 days. Yeah. So it's like, 
regardless of where you at, it's just kind of one of those things you just adapt. Yeah, West Coast is always tricky because I went out to uh, Washington like uh, some years back, and I remember I was watching the NBA game at 5 p.m. instead of 8 p.m. I'm like, this is weird to me. South Africa is what? I think like eight eight hours back. Six? So No, eight? Is yeah, it eight? I think it's eight. Seven or eight, one of them. Yeah, seven. But um, yeah, NBA playoffs was happening when we was yeah, over I remember there, that. And I was like, it was like 2 a.m. It was like 2 a.m., Basketball time started, so it's like it's no way y'all watching NBA over here because you got to. <laughs> you like yeah, you're not no watching. You're gonna you're gonna finish that like what? I mean, especially if they and you got to catch the highlights. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro, you're not watching basketball over here. I'm just I'm telling you that shit right now. NBA shit is not happening over there. Oh, definitely not. It's but not even on their local channel. So the earth the earth is very fascinating. I don't know if you ever caught that documentary on, on Disney with Will Smith. When he did the Earth, he did like the Earth doc, and he was uh, basically, he was basically exper- experimenting with everything as far as like going deep in the ocean mm-hmm. or uh, walking up a volcano, all type of shit. Huh. I remember he was narr- narrating it also, right? He was narrating yeah. it also, but he actually, actually was a, yeah, doing it, it, exploring, yeah. exploring. Yep, that shit is wild. I mean, knowledge of the Earth is endless, man. Knowledge there's, of the Earth is endless. There's a place in the world that they do volcano pizza. They cook fucking pizza on a volcano. Using- See, I can't fuck around with no shit like that. <laughs> nah, What's I'm the insurance skip. policy on that motherfucker? I'm gonna skip that. I'm gonna skip that. Like, who? How? How do you get insurance for some shit like that? <laughs> like, what, like real talk. What insurance company is gonna want to insure you? Nobody. <laughs> this is the biggest liability. That's possible. the biggest liability yeah, possible. This is an active volcano. I mean, your pizza will cook fast as a bitch, though. Yeah, yeah. I heard the volcano heat actually. For food, if you cook a certain food, that shit ain't really bad. Yeah, but I don't know. Martin, I don't cool on that. Yeah, I'm straight yeah. though. I'm not going up that just for the the, the chance of it. You know what I mean? Because it's a hike up to the shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, then imagine if that volcano just erupted. Now nah, you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Eventually, <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, that's just the shifting of the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, just... and actually, Will Smith did the volcano with a blind guy. Mm. He's he's experienced though. Yeah. So like he goes based off of uh hearing, touch of course, mm-hmm. feel. Like he so he's like, I know this is like about to happen. I know this is right here. I know this is right here. It's crazy like how certain people have a uh one of their senses is going, everything else heightens. Heightens yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Very, very dope. It's some shit that I feel like I probably the only one I ain't fucking with though. Is that motherfucking death of that ocean? Y'all can have that nah, shit. Nah, I'll never do that. Never fucking never with play. that. I'm cool on play. that. I'll never play with that. Mm. Market space or water? Like, which which one would you explore the depths of? Oh, sh- that's easy for me. Space. Space over depths of water? Fuck no. Okay. Definitely space, my nigga. Okay. Do you know what's under there? There are there are like monsters under there, bro. Allegedly, there are like know. fucking. I'm a believer in all of that shit with the ocean because I just feel like you know how in Stranger Things people have got the upside down world. Mm. Yeah, I feel like the ocean is the upside down world. Possibly. Oh, that's. Po- I didn't even think about that. That's a great fucking point. Mm, facts, bro. I think the that's a great. I never thought about that. I mean, there's depth that we can never explore. So yeah, and bro, I gotta, feel like I got a better chance of survival in space versus the water. And then think about it: a lot of things have been flooded over, so it's still like nah, actual right. towns, towns and yeah, shit right. that still exists, and we just over that shit because we're on top of the water. Yeah, 
I mean, I know you're going to say water. Of course, you know it. Yeah, you're definitely going to say water. <laughs> Space for me, though, because I feel yeah. I got a better chance of survival. Yeah. And my body, what? man. My Look body. Though. Hell no. Bro, your body can literally get crushed at a certain depth. That's just a fact. And the same in yeah, space. Yeah, take your space now. How? What you mean? When you're going up. When you're this... going up, there's a there's a there's an inner layer of that's the part that's the scariest part because in that pressure time, it's a possibility because you gotta remember the rocket ship has stages of what it drops off as it's taking up. Uh huh. So then as as it gets to that certain level before you hit the outer space uh-huh. to actually just be gliding around and floating around with like you know less less gravity explode. it can it can explode yeah that's i never what, knew that yes that's and that's now. that is a that's a, the risk that's that what take. i'm saying the fuel rocket and these these niggas have been testing this shit for many of years you know what i'm saying so what's 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 the window i don't know the window oh, like okay. the exact specs of it but i know that but, it's a chance that your body could get crushed. Right. But also, coming back into the, the earth, it's the same shit you have to pass through. You see what I'm saying? So that's when you're leaving, and then that's when you're essentially turning into a fireball. A fireball, yeah. yeah. And from that, you can blow the fuck up then. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, so I'd much rather drown than fucking blow up. I don't know about fireball. that one, Drew. Because if Drowning? I blow up, no, it's just, no, 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 if I blow up, it's, it's just, instant. It's instant. I'm just Drowning gone. is suffering, my nigga. Y'all say that. Y'all might just be roasting it. No air, like to actually just boom, because it's just you gotta think, understand oxygen too. Because when you're in space, your oxygen is gone, yeah. So, but when you're underwater, your oxygen is gone that's too. That's the same, it's the same, shit. but I, I mean, know, who knows? But, but, oh, but no, you got to think know. about think of all that shit you just encountered in, and then think about okay, I might get ate by a shark too. Cool. Nah, nigga. I don't want to just float around in space for the rest of my life. Like, at least I can be something useful. No, no, I feel you. I feel you. You're no. contributing back to the earth. Yes. Look at him. Fuck that, nigga. You contributed back to the earth because I fucking just got ate by a shark, my nigga. And so, now it's so he, he's circling a life. So you must rather... think on my body now. So, like, so at least people can visit the ocean, know where I'm at. In space, I can't go to space and visit you, nigga. You're just floating around. Who for would want to visit you? Time. Who would want to visit you? Thirty thousand, whatever, three thousand feet underwater where sharks Bro, roam. What I'm, I'm not trying is, to. I'm not saying. To visit I'm that. not saying that you're gonna go visit that. You know where I died in these waters, so okay, you can come you. to the shore of the water, okay, and pour okay. a bottle out for your boy. Okay, I can't yeah, come can't to space, space and pour a bottle, <laughs> pour a bottle out for <laughs> you, nigga. <laughs> but you can always go to where I took off at. Yeah, this is part of my no, dog. Nigga, off that's at. NASA, and they're not letting me that far, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, like you had a farm taking off on a rocket, nigga. And I could just come walk up and be like, oh, this is where my nigga Marcus took off. Pour, pour it out for your boy in space. It's crazy. <laughs> this nigga wild, bro. Oh, no. That shit wild, though, man. That's wild, but hey, Michael never find out. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so we had some wild shit happen. It's been a, it's, it's been a lot of verses going on this week, man. We had we had a few little mini beefs going on this week, man. Yeah, uh, man. First up, we got Drake and uh and Joe Budden, man. Off the heels of you know his for all the dogs review, man. Uh, Drake left Joe a, a pretty lengthy uh, message in the comments, man. As regards to you know how he felt about his review, and honestly, man, I didn't really see the shit coming, and the shit was crazy to me because. Joe actually gave the album props. Like, he fucked with the album. But, of course, we live in a culture where people are going to chop up some shit, put it out there, and let it play out, set the fire. So, 
I mean, honestly, I feel like Drake. I really didn't like his response. I felt it was kind of weak. Um, you read this, that whole shit. Yeah, I read the whole shit. Jeez. Um, and I just felt like it didn't warrant that. And for me, the reason why I feel like it didn't warrant that response is because maybe I'm a little bit more. How can I say? Uh, I'm giving Joe a little bit more grace because I'm a I'm a consistent listener of the pod, mm-hmm. and I know Joe to be a fan like me. And he gives his critiques, but he also gives him his praise. Like, Joe is really a big Drake fan. So I feel like Drake should have did his due diligence as far as listening to the whole episode. And I don't think he would have gave the dig on the whole, you know, the 25, like, fucking the 25-year-old thing. That much of a burn if he listened prior. Because I think what Joe essentially was saying, man, just get away from the young people. I don't think it was this big... You know, oh, you fucking the twenty five year old thing, like how he, like how people making it. It was just more sold around it up, like, hey man, just get away from the young people, man. I feel like it's affecting your 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 music in a sense because Joe said the album is good. I just wanted to be better. And then, with, well, then essentially, Joe is kind of the right person to say that because he was the old nigga fucking the twenty five year olds, and no, you Sin, saw what Sin he was, was going through, dude, doing that exactly. shit. So he's telling you like, "Hey, bro, don't do that same shit I did," because cr- you saw what happened, what was going on. I don't think he was really speaking into that light, but it's just he just relates because dog yeah. Joe was thirty seven, Sin was twenty five, Sin was twenty five when she when when they had their son. Yeah. And I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it at all. That's not what I'm saying, but it's. It's kind of like when he say it, I can understand people like, well, bro, you was, you was fucking mm-hmm. da 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 But I think when you put it in its proper context, I think that's what Joe was speaking to. I don't think it's so more so of him trying to paint him like a a, a predator or something No, like no, that. definitely that. He just, because mm-hmm. like, bro, like once you, it, the legal consent age is 21, bro. And once in regardless how you want to look at it, it's legal. But as far as on the sense of, you know, he's just speaking from like, like you said, like a, a young mind state, like you got to get to some older shit. And like, he, and like, I, and like I was saying, like, I think he was looking at it from a perspective of like, dog, I used to be you in the sense of I was fucking with the young chick. And they have a lot of like, similarities. They got a lot I think of that's similarities. Why they clash. Yeah, they got a lot of similarities. So he just looking at it from like, hey, bro, I'm just kind of like, you know, I, I see how things are going, the things are kind of reflecting in the music with the music now sounding as mature as people would want it to sound. No, and you know, I listened to the album a little bit. I'm not the biggest fan of the album, but I'm not also the the, the hugest Drake fan either. But I but I take it for is for it, it is for what it is. I'm not gonna, you know, shit on the album. It's just some things are not my cup of tea. I mean, it's 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 got its moments, but you know, I'm not you know the person. You don't you don't feel like you'll revisit it. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to revisit the album. I mm-hmm. listened to a couple of tracks on there. There's one track I really like on there. I forgot the name of it. It was like towards the end, but um, Joe's really just speaking from a place of experience because even from an artist standpoint, he might critique you, but like you said, he's one of your biggest supporters, so he kind of knows like, hey, bro, you getting into this lane now. You're getting into this area where People, like you said, like if I me, mean, people always said, you know, people are going to start turning on Drake's music. People have always kind of have said that. And then I also see this thing about this cycle where people say, oh, the, when it first come out, it's whack. Then people give it some time, then they go over. Mm-hmm. But 
I think what Joe was saying is like, dog, you you only gonna get that so many times before people just be like, man, we ain't and, and I think it was just a shit. big misunderstanding, yeah. miscommunication. I felt like that was a conversation they could have had because, yeah. like you said, Joe Joe is a big Drake fan yeah, yeah. and he gives him his roses. So yeah. I definitely felt like that's a conversation that didn't have to spill over into social media. But I just think with people taking a clip, running with it, that's what we got from it, bro. But he should know better. You know what I'm saying? And that was the thing. He should yeah. know better. And that's why I, I, I mean, I, I'm always quiet when you guys talk about Drake because y'all know how I stand about this guy. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, I never put my feelings directly to wars, you know, anybody for in outside of like the work that's happening. You know what I'm saying? So if you can't take critiquing or criticism, this is the response that you're giving off of criticism and critiquing. Brother, you're weak as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, that was some sassy shit, bro. And then not to mention, like, I'm not your baby mama or your shorty. Why do I got to read this paragraph? <laughs> like this. It was funny. He said it was more exchanging the DMs. You see what I'm saying? And so now it's, you're harboring on it because your feelings are really hurt. And this really, No, his feelings really was yeah, hurt. You see what hurt. I'm saying? Like, so, Joe said his feelings really was hurt because Drake thing was like, bro, like, you act like we don't have history and you speak on me as if you don't have a level of respect for me. Mm-hmm. Now, between Joe and Drake, we all know outside looking and they have a long line of history. There were some things that Joe, when he was reading those DMs, he was like, okay, I'm not going to read that. That's a little bit too personal. I'm going to read this. Okay, I'm not going to read that. That's a little bit too personal. And it's like, at the end of the day, I don't know what Joe and Drake, their, really their foundation is as far as like their issues that spoil over. But I could tell it's something that when he's seen that, it definitely lit a fire because for one, Joe has a big platform and it's him. Yeah. But my whole thing is I always stand on this. My nigga, if you can't post a clip of me praising you or even giving me props for giving you, I'm not saying I got to give them, but if you giving me this much energy from a fucking critique, bro, don't don't talk to me. Because yeah. I have plethora of other times where I giving you your praise. Mm-hmm. And that's, how and that's why I didn't fuck with Drake on, on the whole response. And yeah. that's how you know it was personal. That's how you know, like you said, he was hurt. Definitely. That's how you know somebody's hurt. Because that was easily a phone call. Like, hey, bro, I really, you know, you was going kind of hard. he gave the album props. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But we live in a culture where people take shit and they clip it up. And, and I hear people saying, oh, Joe's on some hating shit. I nah. understand. I understand. I don't agree. Yeah. I understand people's perspectives, especially if you're not an avid listener of the pod. But, man... I'm leaning more towards towards Joe on this because I've listened to the pod and this man bigs this man up, man. He gives his props and it's nothing, but they definitely got some shit that they got to hash out. Yeah, They definitely got some shit they got to hash out, bro, because that shit run deep. And, you know, some of it might be a woman, but I just think with Drake, he should know better because for one, you're an artist. You know how this game go. You know how people take shit and run with it. And it's like, my nigga, everybody ain't going like your like like your music, or they may have a critique that don't take away from what you've accomplished. You got some people who fuck with it, and that just be my biggest thing. This go for athletes too. Y'all know I I stayed, I've stood on this, but the artists more so are more nasty with it now. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you can't have no type of opinion. It's like who what makes you think that you nigga? I buy your music. I can have whatever type of review. It's no different for me going to Target buying something. If I don't like it, I could go write a fucking review on it, nigga. I could give it one star. I could give it five stars. The same applies to your music. Mm-hmm. So then when he started getting in the bag about, oh, I got a 767, he got this. Like, bro, that don't mean nothing. Yeah, hurt, That's hurt. some lame shit. Yeah. You hurt. You hurt. That's lame shit. And honestly, I actually spoke to Marcus about this. It's actually kind of funny. 
like for me, being a Drake fan, like I hold them in the same light I do a Wayne and Kanye mm-hmm. and Hove. But even sometimes when it comes to like just me even giving him his props, I kind of feel like sometimes I got to pull back my praise because I'll be looked at as, oh, you 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 dick riding or you giving this, you doing too much. And it's like, bro, there is a certain side. There's a side of Drake's fan base that's like just literally for the music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And when we talking about the praise, we're not lumping that over into his personal. It's just yeah. strictly for the music. And I understand it because you take what it's no different from a Braun fan. You got some Braun fans who, you know, strictly basketball. Yeah. Nicki Minaj fans, for the most part, they fucking crazy. But you do have some Nicki Minaj fans who strictly for the music. Yeah. And it's like, damn, if I say too much about this record, them niggas might think be- I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> on this man. That's just like, bro, I'm really just honestly, I'm honestly just hey, talking really, about the music, bro. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like you said, you're not thinking about the personal, you know, what this man got going on in his personal mm-hmm. life, how he personally In acts. the midst of all that, yeah. I can't praise it because it's going to be overshadowed. It's like, bro, I just fuck with the record. <laughs> I fuck with the album, I don't bro. know I this really man in real life, album. man. I don't know Love. this man in real life. I just like the music. Yeah. But I, I can understand that. And then, like, there's artists like that, like, uh, I've, like, I fuck with Freddie Gibbs music. I like Freddie Gibbs music, but mm-hmm. it's like... The nigga do so much jokey shit. It's like I fuck with Freddie shit. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, it's yeah. like it's like yeah, man. I fuck with Freddie music. Like, but you know, I do understand how niggas could be like, that's you know the nigga lame and shit like that. I get mm-hmm. that, but I I just like bread music. You feel me? So I I get what you're saying. Uh, but I think it's just more people when it when it comes to that. I think people look more into the person. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then somebody can just be like, hey, bro, I'm strictly for the music. Like redacted, mm-hmm. redacted. Strictly for the music, mm-hmm. you know. But if you say, you know, I understand. I, I fuck with it. Niggas gonna be like, "Hey, you, what you want right now?" You know. What I'm they saying? low key will judge you for that. They yeah, will yeah. definitely judge you for that. Mm-hmm. So I that whole that whole thing just went. It, it did not have to go that direction. I, I think we starting to get to a time where artists need to just say what it is, and they won't say it. Athletes mm-hmm. too. Like y'all love the praise, you don't like the critique. And that's what it is because I, I'm the best person in the world when I praise you. But it's the moment I get the critique and you questioning me, and it is like I said last week, there are levels of critique. And I, I want to ask y'all this, like even as a because I I even noticed this with Drake. It's like how many how many chances are you giving an artist before you like you know what I'm not listening to this next album. I'm just talking about the music quality wise. Like I this ain't good music to me because for me, depending on who it is. The first time, because I'm more of a... If your voice is off, I yeah, can't I'm the take same, the voice. I'm, the same I'm not going to yeah, listen to I'll, your music. Yeah. But some people, is just like, all right, bro, I gave you a chance on this one. Maybe one or two. That might be my my my, my point. I'll give it two. If it's somebody, if it's like a, a new artist, if it's a new artist, I'm probably going to give it one time. But if it's an artist that I've already known and been accustomed to, I'm going to give them about two two shots to be like, okay, because maybe sometimes people are stepping out and doing something new, so they want to go and experiment with that, and then it might be some shit where, you know, I might catch on to it, or I might bounce back to it later, or maybe it's just not my be my cup of tea. Now, the next album, you come out, and you do that same shit again, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm not fucking with it, or if you try to go back to, you know, just if the quality of music is just not there, it's going to be like, all right, well, you, you 0 for 2 right now. I think on the next album, I'm not going to be as, you know, I'm not going to move as fast to go listen to it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just wait and chill. Gotcha. But if it's a newer artist and I hear it for the first time and I don't like it, I'm probably not gonna go back to it. I feel you. What about you, Drew? Um, new artist, you got one shot, bro. 
I mean, I just I listen to it through its if through its in, its entirety, and after that, bro, like if there's nothing that I kind of like was like, yo, let me play this shit again. Like that shit was riding. I might be calm on it, or also if I'm doing a road trip and I play the album, and it just it starts to like annoy me, like it takes me out of my headspace. I'm done with it. You know what I mean? Like I think for me, if music isn't giving me peace like it's supposed to or moving me how it's supposed to, I'm good on it. And I mean, throughout history of rap and when it, you know, the transitions, I've missed transitions because I just stepped I stepped away. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just was one of those things, music just wasn't moving me at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I had to go to a genre of music that will move me and give me what I'm looking for. Um, and you know that's one thing I'm gonna stand on is if it's if it's going to be something that I'm gonna listen to, it's like Fifty was just saying like if you run on a treadmill with no music, like you're not gonna run as long as you you possibly could. You know what I mean? Because music helps you move. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's one of and I I felt that shit, bro. Like. If you, have you ever left your headphones at the at home? You're and shitting. You're yeah, like, like, oh my God. You're not man. getting the best workout mm. because you're not able to step into an element to really get into yourself. Facts. You know what mm. I mean? So it's one of those things. If, and music does that for me. I heard Joe Rogan say that when you use music uh, working out, he said it was something like basically like you don't get the full effect of the work because you're not fully locking in to what you're actually doing. You're more or less listening to music to help pull you through instead of just locking in, which I don't agree with that because I'm with you. I mm. feel like the music helps niggas get to that point. That different shows to different folks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I remember him saying that and also that was kind of interesting that you could just go because when you're in any gym, there's always music playing. Mm-hmm. So you just, you always listen to something. You just don't got it directly to your ear. Yeah. And I mean, Joe and I know Rogan, what I want to listen to when I work out. My bad, Drew. Go yeah, no, Joe Rogan's a white man, bro. So I, I just can't relate to that. <laughs> no, I can't. But you know I mean? that's, <laughs> that's teach his own. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. Like I know what works for me. Right. He's not me. So I feel and, the same way. Yeah. I mean, but I will say, like for swimming, swimming is one thing that there's no music. I mean, you can. I wouldn't recommend, recommend that shit. That, yeah. yeah, that's just kind of crazy. But, um, but I also think like. In a element of working out, if I want to tap into just brain only, that swimming is one of it. It's mm-hmm. only just you and your thoughts then. Yeah. You and your thoughts and breathing. So, you know, I mean, there's, I guess, depending on what you, what type of workout you're doing, but I'm sure mm-hmm. he was in implementing gym, clearly, because you're talking about music. Yeah. So it's like, yo, bruv, like, no, music helps us. I yeah. would say. I mean, every- uh, yeah, you got a short window with me. Yeah. You got a short window with me. Yeah. And then even back to the Drake and Joe shit, like Drake also got to be, his lyrics said some of that shit. So it wasn't like Joe made up any of that. Now, some could say it's a play on words, but like you on the record saying like, bro, like saying saying you're 25 is just not an excuse. Like you sound bothered by the younger girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So only one could assume like stop fucking the 25 year old. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was that big of a dig like how you made, but my nigga, you are saying it's on the record. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I so think that like, shit kind of hurt him, bro. I think he like... I think think it did hurt him because it's him. But it's like, bro, you know... I think it's more so because it's him, though. Yeah. But, I think that's what it was. But if you think like in Drake's lifestyle, you know, 
I think I think because you know in his lifestyle in the entertainment world, you know that's pretty common for you know a, a thirty-something year old to be you know having Bro, relationship Ross, with twenty-five. Year old, Ross was so. thirty-nine when he was engaged to Lyric Galore. She was what 22, 23 Yeah, at the in time? the in the entertainment yeah, world, that's, that's pretty is pretty common. So I don't know. Maybe that should just struck a chord with him, like. Maybe Drake feels like he. It struck a nerve because yeah. his daddy spoke out on it. Y'all yeah. seen that? Yeah, oh, I, I read. Yeah. I, I didn't read it, but I saw it. Yeah, so, I knew Dennis was going to tap in eventually. But uh, I mean, because they, anyways. But yeah, it's one of those things, man, bro. Like he, he just real sassy and got in his bag about you know, irrelevant shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like for you to go that deep, and God knows the jabs that you was doing. Person in the personal, you know, and throughout that conversation that Joe was speaking of. When oh, in the saying, DM, yeah, mm-hmm. when he was saying like, "Yeah, that's personal. That's personal. That's personal." Now, okay, but you're saying this. This shit is fucking personal. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So now we're you're warranting a reaction from this. So it's kind of like, oh up yeah, to, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're dropping personal shit, up to it, now you 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 know you light a fire under Joe. Joe can come back how he choose fit because you mm-hmm. are already on some personal shit. And I think separating person personal personal feelings in music, we have to remove it. And we speak about this shit all the time. Same shit. If a nigga snitching on a nigga, I don't give a fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. That's some personal shit. But if he's making great music, what is wrong with it? And I get it. If, oh, he's talking about this. He's not living that life. Well, we listen to a lot of artists who be capping. Capping in their music. Capping in their music. music. And y'all don't separate it then. So you pick and choose when you want to separate the individual from the music. And I feel like Drake can't even look at himself to separate himself from his own album Mm -hmm. because you know this shit is, it's mid. I mean, that's, some people say it's good, but nobody's saying, oh my God, it's a banger. Like, you're not seeing that shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, also, I got Drake fucking like, Anything Drake is blocked, so I don't really see much of the shit that comes my my way anyway. So it's like, um, you know, again, bro, it's all personal for mm-hmm. the beige community, and you know, bro, like I I'm not there, so you know, no, I feel you, I yeah. feel you, and that's what I'm saying. Like for me, if I don't rock with an artist's music, I also because this other side has to speak to too. It's like if you don't rock with an artist, then in turn, I don't seek out an opportunity. To review their music, right? You get what I'm saying? Like Westside Gun just dropped. I'm not gonna give a review on it, mm. and it's simply because I just don't like his music. It's nothing personal at all. Mm. I don't like his rap voice. Same thing with Jaquees. Jaquees drop an album. I'm not gonna listen to Jaquees' album. But if I'm consistently on a timeline or on my socials, digging, waiting for a moment, then I feel like I'm being on weirdo time yeah. because then that's when you it's it's both sides of the coin. There's nothing wrong with critiquing some shit. Mm-hmm. But if you get to like four or five albums of an artist and they've been bad for four or five, well, how the fuck did you get the four and fifth time? Mm-hmm. So you're just waiting for an opportunity to shit on their, on this artist. And I feel like if you, especially if you have any type of platform, I think that has to come with some type of responsibility. You could just stay away. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to give it up how I give it up. I recognize my hate. And then I recognize when I just don't like your music. Yeah. yeah. But it just, it's just, do you think, I mean, because you know Drake. Do you think this is a new norm for him? Like, is this going to be an ongoing thing that he's going to now start, you know, directing his, like, directing his anger to, towards critiquing on certain platforms? I think, like, bigger platforms, let me say that. 
No, nah, this 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 just for Joe. You just think this is just a personal thing with Joe. One hundred percent. Okay. Because other other platforms have critiqued him. He kind of got in on somebody before, but not to the death of Joe. Mm. And so then when I see the reaction, I'm not surprised because it's Joe. Now, if this was Charlemagne or DJ Envy or, you know, um, Million Dollars Worth of Game or something like that, I would be, I'm like, oh, bro, you need to take a break. You need to step back, take a break. But being that it was Joe, yeah. I don't think this is annoying because I don't think he care about nobody else. No. But being that it's Joe, Joe has that big of a platform, it's something there. And, and Joe really know you. you and y'all really That's know what I'm saying. Yeah. They have things going on within their dynamic of their relationship that we'll probably never be privy to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't like it. And I'm going to side with Joe on it again because, bro, this man has gave you endless flowers, bro. Endless. Yeah. Endless. Like, it's it's... And like I said, me and Joe are kind of the same as far as like our our fandom of Drake. You see what I'm saying? Like Joe, he's a little bit more animated as far as his praise versus me. Mm. Like I kind of just I I keep it where it's at. But he definitely gives this man his props, bro. And I wasn't even mad at Joe for putting the last episode on Patreon. Like that was a good play, honestly, because yeah. that's what everybody was looking for. Yeah. Hey, they kind of shit up, nigga. yeah, run that shit up. So you know, I get it. I definitely understand it, but. I'm with you on this one, man. I just felt like a simple conversation could be had and just do your due diligence as far as, because I feel like we start to get to a point where media, I'm a, I'm a always side with media on this one. Sorry, artists. Sorry, sorry, athletes. But no, bro, like I'm siding with the media on this in terms of like the praise and critique because it'd be a lot of times it's like, don't hit me with a who are you. Don't hit me with that. Mm. Because you don't hit me with a who are you when I give you your praise again. Yeah, when you like that fucking praise, you know what I'm saying? Like when when you when you like that praise, you don't hit me with a oh, who are you? But I can teach some shit. Oh, where he played at? Where he played ball at? Or where he where he played football at? Or like oh, you're, you're feeling feelings. Yeah, I don't gotta be a dentist to see good teeth. I just gotta be a dentist to put in the inner workings. But I ain't on the field. I, I'm not a coach. But I can see the product that you're putting out on the field. I can see the product that you're putting out on your music. I see the product that you're putting out on the basketball court, and it's not good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So so give me that same respect from when you see me praising you. See, because it, it, sometimes it come out to me that some of these artists, some of these guys, they want dick suckers. Mm-hmm. They don't want actual fans because mm-hmm. I don't look at as a fan as a dick sucker. You get what I'm saying? Excuse my language, but that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times they be wanting dick suckers. Mm-hmm. They don't want an actual fan who can actually be, you know, fair in their praise and their critique. Yeah, you only want to see the good and not the bad. Or you can't handle the bad. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's humans. That's just humans in general, mm-hmm. bro. We can, sometimes we just can't take criticism and sometimes it's just the wrong time like it, it could have been a day that you know the nigga had a lot going on maybe his record sales wasn't where he wanted them to be at a projected time and now this is spilling over like it's not helping the situation and it feel like it can affect it yeah you see like, what I'm yeah. saying so but like, it's like you it's like you you don't got every record except the one that you chasing now hey man you only can look in within self exactly <laughs> like you're the exactly. one who's putting out the product yeah. mm-hmm. I can't be mad like when people be like Oh, don't go to um certain websites because of the product that you get. Like, um, like you you might get like a little toy of something that you're actually looking to to receive as a full size something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be mad at this. This is a, this is what the person's giving me. I only can leave a review, like you said. Is he a one star or five stars? Let me ask you, as you somebody who actually has who who has work that can be reviewed and be critiqued. What do you feel like is the line between critique and then somebody hating on your photography, for example? Mm. What's what's the line? 
What's the line between critique and then actually hating on your shit? I think critique will be, hey, can you take, um, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. And I like to have those conversations because that only makes me better. Okay. I don't, I don't take, I don't take anything, somebody else's opinion about my work to heart because again, this is what I have to put out to the masses. Mm -hmm. Once I put this work out to the masses, hey man. Free game. Yeah. Either they're going to like it or they don't, Mm -hmm. you know? But this is what the fuck, this is what we have here. You see what I'm saying? And this, I've worked with politicians. I've worked with a few people here in Charleston and what they was looking for wasn't what I shot. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't take it as like, oh, you're saying my shit whack. You know, I just took it for what, well, I wasn't the guy for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And that's and that's okay. I'm okay with that because there's a lot of people in this industry. But there's somebody who's going to work with me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? There's somebody who sees the value in my work, but also sees that this is some relatable shit to the, what they have going on. Maybe politicians ain't for me. Maybe the format of how I, I went about it, maybe I need to look at that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's also still a learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the criticism. I'm going to take the no's because I'm going to get 10, to- 10, 10 times more yeses. You see what I'm saying? And I'm happy with that. But also, I understand this shit. This is the game. You're not going to like all my shit. Facts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, And my thing is, if if the other side outweighs that, ain't nothing really to acknowledge, bro. No, it's not. It's not nothing to acknowledge. No, it's not. Because you y'all know me. Hey, listen, Drew. Sometimes he'll beat me to it because he, he reads the YouTube comments sometimes. Yeah. And I seen some of the shorts um, over the last couple of weeks. People saying some funny shit. Mm-hmm. Like I don't pay no mind because I know the people who fuck with it in the grand scale. They they fuck with it. I'm not really gonna get in my feelings about nothing. Now I definitely could take criticism, even if I pick up on something in a video or something I said on audio. Like okay, I know I need to work on that. Yeah. But in the grand scale, like oh, like somebody had a little funny. Uh, off our uh, the Jonathan Taylor short oh, that yeah, I posted. Yeah, Somebody yeah. was like, "Oh, this is why y'all on the couch." Yeah. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. nigga. What the fuck that be? That's cool. I mean, that's his opinion. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. But some some people like a Drake in that instance probably would jump out the. And that's what I feel like he did with this. He completely jumped out the window. Yeah. yeah. And that and it's crazy that he fell for clip clipbait. That's the thing you that kid, like you fell for that. Like you come fell on, bro. For that shit. That shit and was that's on your heart, and it yeah. literally three four minutes before that part because I listened to the episode. It's like, bro, I like this album. It's good. I feel like it'd be better, but this was good. Yeah. So I feel like if you hear that part and then you hear that, his is more constructive in terms of he feels like the reason why it could be better is because you're hanging around XYZ. Yeah. That's it. I don't think it's no more in depth than that when I'm assessing Joe's breakdown. But Mike, also, maybe he just was waiting for this moment. That's what I was saying. Yeah. He was waiting that, for that's that's definitely like, could have been a possibility. Like, I think, for sure. Like they, honestly, he, they might not rock like that. Yeah, like honestly... I think sometimes people have underlying beats with people that just don't even know it. And I think it just be like, yo, bruv, like, just I don't... Like, just like the message I should have. <laughs> and I just be like, yo, Okay, bruv. okay. I'd be like, yo, bruv, like... Did that warrant that? I'd be like, where's this coming from? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's just I didn't know we had beef. That'd be the shit, bruv. Like, I don't... You don't know this shit until the reaction comes out. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Off of something that didn't warrant it. But they using this as but a moment to get was, it yeah, out. That was the vehicle. That was the vehicle. So that's... All right, now we're here. You know what I'm saying? Like, Drake and Joe, you're here now. Now what? It's, and crazy thing is, Joe even said, <laughs> Big Shaw got a shot. So Joe was like, you know what, man? It's, it's like, me and Dog might piece it up. But I see some of y'all, some of y'all in them comments... 
liking certain shit and I get to thinking that you probably agreeing with old boy saying hey Big Sean cool. keep it cute <laughs> that shit was so funny I was like oh shit and I get it sometimes you see certain people who might align with what the other person saying about mm-hmm. you cause I peep it too so I be like oh okay I'm gonna pay attention to that I'm paying attention to that but the way he said it and I get it he gotta yeah. you know but it's just like, yeah, certain people use certain shit. Cause like, even when I was talking with Drew, I talked to you about it too. Yeah. And I seen the shit. I'm looking like, damn, bro. Like, we normally do this. You, know what I'm saying, like, what the, like, where that shit coming mm-hmm. from? Okay, now I know I got to separate myself. You see, cause in it for me, it's like, my nigga, I'm not coming at you. We talk, we talking trash. You see know what I'm saying? But it's like, bro, like some people definitely use certain opportunities, or they just waiting on the wayside. For somebody else to say something, so they can can go ahead and jump on it and be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Oh, so you've been feeling this type of way, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, with them two, I learned that shit early in life. Two can um Titanic, whatever year 2020, especially when you was killing the club scene. 2010, goddamn yeah, like and that Facebook shit was like one thing. For me, was never like I'm not a man of words, bro. But you can say this shit. Like I don't need this shit on the internet, bro. Catch me when we see when we in any in each other's face, bro. Are you going to feel the same energy? Mm-hmm. And we've been there several times. That's, let me just leave it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go down that mm-hmm. rabbit hole, but you know, no, you. it is what it is, it bro. Is but is. that's what I'm saying. You warranted the smoke mm-hmm. by opening the personal shit. Now, outside the personal shit, it's up to me. Either I can take the higher road and be like, "Huh," or I can snuff you. Huh. So, you know, it's either or. It's but all about what you feel like. It's just whatever. Yeah. But you see yeah, what I'm saying? It's but it's also not. like we're adults here. And it should be able to have it, be able to have a conversation. And then especially, especially those two guys to respectfully be in their same fields. That's what I'm saying, You too. see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, y'all, look at the example that you guys are setting, but this is some personal shit. You keep see what it, I'm saying? Keep that off Keep the, that off the internet, bro, because that's... Now we're sitting here talking about Because honestly, shit. if I'm Drake, I'm approaching it like this. If I see that clip, I'm going to go do my due diligence for once. If I'm in the moment, I, something wrong could be going on. I'd be like, hey, I'll hit him. Be like, hey, bro, I seen this clip. Yeah. I just want to ask you first... Was there any praise of it before I got to this part? I'm going to take your word for it, but just be real, because I'm taking that as if when you say this right here in particular, mm. is that a personal shot or are you just saying that in terms of how it's affecting my music? It's a simple question. Yeah. These are simple questions that you can ask me because I know if somebody's reviewing my shit or whatever, you see what I'm saying, reviewing the part or whatever, yeah. and they say something that sound kind of like, I hit them be like, hey, bro, like you said this right here. Is it like, is that kind of like, Okay, and then we can move forward. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to jump out the window on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Especially if we got history. That's the thing, if we got history. Drake been sitting there getting his hair flat ironed and was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Probably putting the barrettes in or <laughs> yeah. something like that. <laughs> what the hell is this? Hey man, like yeah, Cam man. said, man, y'all niggas making secret songs, man. Like what that nigga talking about, y'all niggas making secret songs. You doing the same thing Jay-Z did, nigga. You making right. secret songs, nigga. Stop making secret songs, yeah. nigga. So uh, Gilly, Gilly and Wallow... <laughs> no, no, Gilly and uh, Birdman. Birdman back at it again. I'm gonna play a little bit of what Birdman had to say. This nigga is hilarious, brother. Also, within that, you know, Birdman had had his little, hey, y'all better stop playing with champagne pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he like, I read that shit in his voice. I'm like, man, Birdman, relax, man. That shit was hilarious. Let me play this shit real quick. I ain't never made a dollar off Gilly, not one dollar. I never put a record out with Gilly. I heard that. 
I thought that was fly. He he had some with them little the little crew and you hear me? But I ain't never made do- a dollar off Gilly when he be running around with all that capping. Like nigga, I ain't never made no money off you, nigga. Stop all that cap ass talking, nigga. You not like that. But I ain't never made no money off him at all. I ain't never put a record out of him that made no money. And he for sure ain't never wrote one rhyme for Moolah. For the record. Yeah, for the motherfucking there record. There it is. There it is. exclusive. Exclusive. Now, I'm going to tell y'all where it really went bad. Gonna pull up to Philly. He wanted to go get your motherfucking throwback jerseys and shit. They go to the mall. Started in the town, he in your city. He with you. My man walk in. Uh, it's my man name with the voice. Uh, Eagle. What's my man? Eagle. Benny Siegel walk in, lock his hands on Gilly's shoulder, and take one, and stunning them looking for a reaction, and didn't get one. Stunner didn't say nothing. He went to his tour bus and saw Dickens wasn't like that. And he continued his journey in life. Hey, my my reason for my my fallout with Gilly was we was in Philly. <laughs> we go away. Here we go. Clap. Let it go. I, I ain't got no ill feelings with blood. I don't. I ain't got no ill feelings with him. I ain't tripping off him or nothing. I ain't got no ill feelings with him. But niggas be putting all these false, fake shit out. You know what I mean? I ain't got no ill feelings with him. We was in Philly at a store. And we was shopping. And Beanie come in the store. Grabbed him. Walked him outside. And he had a blicky on him. We all got blickies on us. I got a hundred niggas with me. Oh, but a nigga brought him outside. And a nigga whoop whoop and he ain't do nothing. I, I lost all respect for him and then I stopped fucking with him. <laughs> so this this whole Gillian uh bird man shit definitely got some deep rooted history. Like, you know, we always see the clip when uh when Wack was on the pod. You know, he's talking about, yo, Gilly, I'm going to call Birdman and tell her recent access because yeah. I ain't making no money. But it seemed like Gilly is kind of like always in his feelings with, with Birdman, bro. And it's just like, I feel like we're almost 20 years removed from that whole situation. And it, it kind of got to just, it got to be what it is. Man. Uh, hey, man. Let me, let me play Gilly. Let me play Gilly response real quick. Let me, let me see. Get him, baby. Ain't that crazy? I'm bigger than that right now. I generate more money than that right now. I'm gonna hear this. It's counting me out. I'm bigger than you. Shut up. Nobody give a about you. Gilly, what's up with Beanie Smack? Come on, man. Y'all don't believe that shit, man. Cut it the fuck out. You just wanted something to say, man. Why Birdman wait so long to say something? Man? I can't even respond when you say something 25 years later. You don't even respond because you don't hear the roar of the crowd no more. You want to know what's so crazy? Huh? You talk about some 25 years later. I done called you a nigga for 25 years. 25 years later, you respond, sit your bitch down somewhere. <laughs> These two is crazy, Man, bro. Man, look here. Look here, dog. With Gilly, like, it's obviously a reason why that situation didn't work out regardless of whatever, you know, the situation may be. 
But this nigga Birdman literally ain't speak nothing of you for 25 I've years, never my heard nigga. Bird He's never said speak nothing to you. And that story, that's not the first time I heard that story before. So I That's don't know not the first time I heard that so story. So, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but it, but it, even if it ain't true or not, that man has never spoken ill about you until you, like you like I said, you've been speaking on the man for 25 years. Now when the man say something, you want to be like, oh, nah, this nigga. Man, nigga, he I'm begging to him. He I give him money. Now, I ain't gonna know. He might be a little bit more popular than him right now. Okay. Uh, in a sense. But money, nigga, come on now. Let's be fucking. For I don't real. think Birdman tripping on the be, one. Let's, <laughs> let's be for real. Let's be for real, my nigga. Let's be for real. Uh, one residual know. check, nigga, is worth more than your fucking podcast. Like, stop fucking playing. I know. Maybe, he's, he, maybe he knows something we don't know. He may even know he something may, we don't he know. He may be, but I just, I find that hard to believe. I don't want Gillian Wild. I mean, I keep saying Gillian Wild. Gillian Birdman shit to like spoil over into some shit because that's not. That's not what nah, we're it's not gonna. Spoil but it's like me. these two. It's like my nigga hash out whatever difference. Because every time Birdman come up, you know Gilly kind of getting his, getting his, getting that in that feeling like, ugh. it's like, bro, that shit was two thousand one, two thousand two when you signed. It didn't work out. It is what it is. Both of y'all still doing y'all thing. And just let it be that. Yeah, at the end, because like he probably still have respect for you if you would just like keep it cool. Because you know a lot of people that. You know, Birdman, I guess, quote unquote, you know, stop fucking with. Eventually, he turn around. You know, if if if, if things they extend a hand, they extend a hand. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, just I like I said, something must have really happened to like I, to to really you know for Gilly to get in his feelings every time Birdman come up. Because mm-hmm. like, th- ain't this like on his podcast? Ain't this like the this is like the pot time he had with uh with Whack 100? He's spoken on him a couple times on the podcast. Like, so I just don't understand that shit, bro. Like the shit happened. It was it was like you said. It was two thousand one. Shit didn't work out, my nigga. You moved on, did your thing. He never spoke ill about you, but you always had some shit to say about him and Wayne. Always, always, like nigga. It was at one point. Wayne definitely don't speak on Gilly. Nigga don't give a fuck. (laughs) Nigga chilling. Nigga don't give a fuck, bro. That little time period you was there was a blimp. It was in the whole spectrum of the cat of what was going on in cash money, my nigga. Facts. It was a spec. You wasn't moving the needle whatsoever, whatsoever. And then I say Gilly ain't had no time, but I mean, something obviously just didn't work. Why you didn't take off now? You're doing your thing where you're supposed to be at, and you know, like everybody got their own avenues. And also, like, even with that, I don't want to deep dive back into that topic, but this full circle, um, like when Drake was talking about how Joe's a failed rapper, it's like, my nigga, like. Not too many rappers are as accomplished as you, so that do that make them failures? You're like one of maybe two or three that have achieved what you have achieved. And that's the thing that people got to understand: like what you come on this earth initially, what you want to do is might not end up what you end up being successful in, bro. That don't mean you fail. You see what I'm saying? Like Joe bowed himself out the game mm-hmm. because they wasn't in line with his creative direction and didn't have a Nickelodeon to. Project him onto a platform. Facts. Mm. That's another fact. And also, it's just like with Gilly. Like, I don't look at Gilly as a failed rapper. I just look at it as somebody the shit just didn't work. I feel like failure is like when you completely like, like you bow out complete, like completely, like just say fucking completely. Mm-hmm. But you transition into other shit. Music was an avenue into the media game for mm-hmm. Gilly and Joe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you land a hundred million dollar contract with Barstool. 
Because, like, if you didn't do music, nobody would even know you to even get to the point where people would even be... They have an audience. Uh, if you audience. But I ain't gonna lie. Like, like my I don't nigga, look at that as a failure. Yeah. Like, no. my nigga Rand Lowe said, though, when have you ever went somewhere and somebody said, turn that gilly to kiss? <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, when have you ever went somewhere? <laughs> no, no, you right. But I just feel like when we start getting into those bags, it's like, all right, now you're just trying to do the one-up thing. And it's yeah, like, even uh, with gilly... Gilly, of course, I don't listen to none of Gilly shit, but I, Gilly has been very successful, dog. And I feel like when you enter certain lanes, it could be a transition for you into something else. This go for athletes too. Yeah, football, basketball. Yeah. And I know they understand they get in a certain bag sometimes when it comes to like when Pat Bev and McCants had their back and forth. Yeah. Technically, Pat Bev is more successful than McCants on the NBA level. That's just what it is. You can look at Pat however you want, but that's just what it was. But McCants was able to do other things to be successful in his life. But when you get into that certain mode, that's when I say as a media person, like, bro, what make your shit that more valuable than mine? You watch the game how I watch the game. Now, yes, you did play. You might know certain things about the body that I don't know on a basketball court. Mm -hmm. But we're not about to do this. You trumping your knowledge on my knowledge shit. But I think with Rashad McCants be trying to pop it like he was like that sometimes. He does. He he wasn't. Pop, thank you. And that's what Bev, that's what Pat Bev is like really was trying to get it. Like, nigga, you trying to pop it like, because in the grand scheme of things, Pat Bev is a, a solid NBA player. He's been able to maintain a long career. Yeah, he's not but, like no all star. But he, star or but he ain't like, like that. that neither. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so it's yeah, two yeah. niggas who ain't like that. But at least one person can acknowledge that. Hey, I'm here. I, I do, worked hard. I worked hard. I do. I can acknowledge I'm not like that. This nigga's still stuck in 2005. He's still stuck in 2004. Like when he was getting when when he went into the draft and people were talking about and all this shit and your your history at UNC. No, nigga, we talking about right now. I I say you a failure when you don't take advantage of opportunities that millions didn't have. Mm. Yeah. Period. Like you don't put your best foot forward. But he got there though. He made it to the NBA. Yeah, I'm not saying McKenzie's a failure. I'm saying failure in a context of you don't take advantage of your opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's when essentially I say this go for music artists, athletes. When you don't take advantage of your opportunity that others want and you just get into it for the money. Okay, you got your advance. Now what? You don't want to go to the studio. And I remember when um, I was listening to an interview with uh, Steven Victor, Pop Smoke Manager, yeah. Pusha mm-hmm. T Manager. Mm-hmm. And he said the first time he signed Pop, Pop Mental was kind of like that. He's like, all right, like, all right so when you going to be in the studio? He's like, bro, every time I see you talking about going to the studio, he said, yeah, what you think this is? This is what this is about. Mm-hmm. It's not about just, you know, this, and that's when Pop... That's when I saw the work ethic in him and wanted to be better. Like you need that sometimes. Like, bro, okay, you signed now. Now what? No, you got to turn it up even more. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just not okay. The work is not done. The work is just starting. Right exactly. Now. So the if work. you get an opportunity to be aside uh, a Wayne or you know when he was alive a Bob Marley yeah. or anybody of a significance, you got to take advantage of that because people are fighting for that shit. Yeah. So if you don't take advantage, that's when I say in a certain kind of like, bro, like you failed. You yeah. played around with that shit. Yeah. I don't think you're a failure if you ultimately try, but the label just didn't align with your creative vision. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't align. Or so when you're playing basketball, like you got like politics is involved. Like I didn't even know politics extended to the point where you might have somebody who's um who has an agent 
and their agent might have done the general manager a favor about getting one player to the team. So now they're like, all right, I got somebody else. I need you to get on the team. I need you to, I need this. Politics I, and everything. I, I need this player on this team. So now you might have somebody who's fucking killing in training camp, but due to politics, I can't give you a spot because I've already spoken to this guy's agent who previously helped me land this superstar player, but now I need to get this guy on the team. Whether he's playing or not, whether he, we bring him down, take him down to the G League, we give him a two-way, but as a favor for a favor, I got to put him on a team. And I've left some great players asked out, but it's the politics of it. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's, so, that's even in a lower level than NBA. I mean, you're talking college, bro, like. If your if your parents are alumni of a school, it's about the donations, bro. If, if you're touching mm -hmm. that fucking field, yeah. see what I'm saying? It's also what you're bringing to the team. Of if you're touching, if you're a walk on, bro, you better be a one hell of a walk on to to get over these niggas whose parents have been donating. They might have been donating money to this fund since they've been a child. You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. knows? But nevertheless, outside of that, you know, I just feel like. Ultimately, man, like, we just got to do better. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, this Birdman situation and Gilly situation, they're two, they're just, there's two black men who have made a lot of impact in the world. And they're also two people that, I mean, I've heard people say, turn Birdman off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you want to go tip for tat, yeah, niggas ain't, you know, people ain't really saying, like, yo, turn that Gilly on, but niggas also ain't saying, like, Turn Birdman on. Niggas have definitely said turn on that Big Thomas dog, bro. But that's not just that's not just Birdman, bro. Niggas, I think you know. So hold on, what what bird? What solo Birdman song? I don't think so. Birdman really had like a not a really. So he's kind of always with somebody. somebody yeah. So that's why it would be like turn. I get what Drew's saying. Yeah, in that yeah, context. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, like, like but in the past ten years, I've yet to hear somebody say this. So it's one True. of the, it's one of those True. things like you guys. Let's just get to the money. You know what Man. I'm saying? Like, just get to the money, cut bro. Cut the dumb shit. Cut yeah. the dumb shit out, bro. We yeah. see enough of the shit. And it's also, it's a trickle-down effect, bro. If like, you know, Gelly, bro, you lost your son this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace, cheese. But it's also one of those things, like, bro, like, take the higher road over the dumb shit. Especially with Birdman. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't really got too much relevance here currently. I mean, BG's out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like... We might see a lot more coming. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you look at your platform, bro. Look what Barstool paid y'all. You see what I'm saying? Like, count your blessings, man. And That's keep, what I you said. Know what Ultimately. I'm saying. Like, Ultimately, at the end of the day, when you assessing, you sit back and you be like, bro, look at the position I'm in. Like, yeah, count We it. good. This shit is yeah. some dumb shit. Press that shit to fuck, the side. Bro. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to speak on about the uh, fake caring I've been seeing about the Israel and Palestine war. Um, I started noticing about a week and a half ago. I just want to preface my comments by saying that I don't really care what side you stand on. I don't care if you stand on Israel's side. I don't care if you stand on Palestine's side. Um, I just want people to be clear on this is not a religion versus a religion war. So this is not Jews versus Muslims. This is not what's going on. This is a country versus another country that has in-depth, deep-rooted beef, essentially. And because I see a lot of that, and granted, a lot of people in, you know, Israel are Jews. You see what I'm saying? But this is not a religion versus a religion thing no. at all. This is not what's going on. This is something that has been going on for decades, decades. And what I don't like is definitely the teams. Um, 
because for one, I don't feel like y'all ultimately care. You say we're going to have a moment of silence, you know, prior to a game when Colin Kaepernick did the same thing, fighting for the same, essentially fighting for the same thing. But we all know what it is at the end of the day. I don't got to say what it is because y'all not about to clip my shit. But uh, Man, I, I see, I see, I see what's going on, and a lot of it is just misinformation being spread and wanting to be first. Mm-hmm. Like I seen when the actor, I can't remember her, uh, a white actor, she posted a picture of somebody, uh, two kids. A kid looked like he was holding his sister, his little sister, and when she found out it was Palestinian kids, she took it down. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In support of Israel, and it's like. Y'all don't have to be performing performative in these measures because it's, it's disingenuous for one. This is not a game. Number yeah. two, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like if y'all really deep dive on the history of what's going on, you will understand that casualties are bad on both sides. Mm-hmm. And this is not a side that is just the doing people. this just because. This is in retaliation to what they feel they've been dealing with. So all, I preface my comments by saying, like, bro, you have to understand what's really going on on both sides. Again, this is not me choosing a side. I just know, for me, after doing my research, I know what's right and wrong. And I feel like a lot of y'all are approaching this very disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And and then also, um, well, I'll speak to two sides, on two sides of things. For one, like Mike said, this has been going on for decades. And this is the Palestinian side feeling like, hey, we have been... The same things that we're doing to them, they've been doing to us. Over that's and their over. perspective. Oh, you yeah. know, that's their perspective, and you can't be mad at that. Now, I'm I'm gonna say this so you know we don't get clipped. But there's a lot of re- and people know the reasons why all these teams and stuff are quote unquote going for you know are you know have sided with Israel because mm-hmm. the people who run all these companies are those people. Mm-hmm. So it's like LeBron James, you better say pray for Israel. Mm-hmm. It's you, a lot of it's a lot of bottom lines. That yeah, it's a lot of bottom with. lines. You know, you you know, you know, in business, who you run with. And, and Charleston White had an interesting comment as because somebody asked him, "How do you feel about Floyd Mayweather um, speaking out in support of Israel?" He's like, "I'm not mad at that because Floyd has a lot of business partners that are aligned with that, a lot of yeah. friends. So he's only aligning with what he feels is right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Each side, from their perspective, yeah. have a reason to side with their side. Mm-hmm. Again." Whichever side you choose, that's your side. I'm not here to debate that. Yeah. But there's a lot of people being performative yeah. in their message and they're speaking um, misinformed yeah. on this topic as well. You get what I'm saying? It's like, bro, a casualty is a casualty when it comes to a child. Yeah, no. I'm not propping one up yeah. over the other. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And essentially, my biggest issue with the US, the USA is and will always be we need to stop inserting ourselves in other people's shit, period. I'm not budging on that because it's like, bro, like, don't make it seem like as if you're a hero in this context where, bro, like, I seen a report yesterday that said that the Israeli military is giving a hospital two hours to evacuate. Like, what kind of crazy shit is that? We talking about a hospital, my nigga. People are on there. People can't move. You feel Older me? people, yeah. kids, newborns, whatever the case may be. Like, that's some crazy shit. And I just didn't like what I've been seeing performative-wise in terms of that. That's all, really, I'm going to say. Now, if you if the people who have their alliances, I'm not against that. I understand it. Like, with Floyd, when I seen with Floyd, like, Floyd, like, right-hand man is in line with that. They might have had a conversation in terms of mm-hmm. why he's siding with them in this war. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And then you had the other side. Like I said, I have my own opinion on it and what I've seen in the history of it. 
I, it's a lot of people just wanting to be first. Yeah. And you like, we live in a content driven culture. Everybody just want to be first to say some shit, say some shit. And it's like, mm. dog, do you know what's really going on between these two countries? Yeah, about to say it's been going on for a long time, and it's again like I and you know when it comes to war, war is exactly what it is. It's war, and it's been going on since the beginning. It, of time. This wasn't the starting point. You, you know what I'm saying? This has been going on. So mm-hmm. now, um, there's casualties on both sides, and I'm not on either side because I feel like you know the the killing of innocent people, especially in this climate, is I mean on both people, sides period. don't got, don't on want nothing sides. to do with this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's fucked up on on all sides. But we need to stop acting like this isn't war, and we haven't seen these types seen, of things yes. happen before. Facts. This has been going wars have been going on since the beginning of time, bro. So this ain't nothing new. It's sad. It's fucked up. It's uh, it's it's tragic on both sides. But we got to stop acting like this is did did. They're literally in conflict. They're in conflict, bro. They're in conflict. They're going head to head in war. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of you know, regardless of you know, of the people who the civilians and things like that who don't want it. Like it's mm-hmm. it, things are happening. Things are going on out of people's control. Shit getting blown up and all kind of shit. So you really, at the end of the day, you really got to look at it for what it is, bro. Countries, countries at war, bro. Thanks. Two countries are at war. And when it comes to war, you know, nothing is off limits. So things are happening. Yeah. And like we said, you know, for the Palestinian side, they feel like, man, we're going to give it to them. Like they've been giving it to us. And then the Israeli side is like, we got to protect ourselves. But at the same time, the civilians are like, bro, this ain't shit to do with us. Yeah. Well, like, where can these people go? Go. We, and then like, you tell them evacuate. They, they can't go. Where can they go at? You know what I'm saying? Like, where can they go at? Drew, you want to say something? Man, I, you took the. I mean, you said it. Oh, we okay. just need to mind our business. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. I mean, I get it. It's all about relationships, and you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back, so that you build up relationships. But ultimately, I feel like those celebrities jumping out the gate before you do your own research is just Nasty. very more damaging to yourself than anything. Like that's just not smart. It's not smart business. But also, again, we live in a media-driven world of propaganda. So to know what's being spread, regardless of what we feel or whatnot, maybe you should keep it to yourself. Um, Especially if you don't know the history. That's the key here. Yeah, because, you know, there's also been a a kind of a narrative of certain people not speaking out on it because I I was watching a breakfast club with, with Vlad TV and he was trying to he was kind of trying to get on Drake and Khaled. Hey, Khaled. I remember that. On it. But if somebody is um they don't really know everything then yeah, I, why, I, I, why I would want I to speak on yeah. or if you or if you somebody who's a more of a behind the scenes guy I kind of get what Vlad was saying because they do have powerful voices but my nigga no offense how powerful is DJ Khaled's voice in this in this situation my nigga. Facts. It's not going to and because all these celebrities doing shit like it's not gonna it's nigga it's conflict it's conflict between two people like you saying what you're saying for your side isn't necessarily gonna do shit mm-hmm. you know so it's not moving the needle it's not you moving know, the they, needle they care they they shooting missiles at each other as we speak they don't give a fuck about what DJ Khaled got to say or what Drake got yeah, to say so right all now. I can say is just pray I, I mainly just care about the kids and yeah. then you know the innocent people outside of that I can't really say that I care that much about it. And it's a lot of people who are acting like as if they care that much about it. It's like, bro, you're not. You're just being performed because maybe your team posted about it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> your favorite soccer club might have posted yeah. about it, whatever the case may be. I know that when the Panthers posted about it, I'm like, my nigga, we need to stand on some wins. 
Like, we on five, bro. I don't really care what y'all niggas got going on right now within that. And it's like, they're not the only team that we got on it. And it's like, I see what's going on. You see what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like, at the end of the day, the performative measures is even more. Even when they, when they did the moment of silence, you know, for the Chiefs and all that, it's like, damn, bro. Like, but this is what Colin Kaepernick initially did. And then we was against kneeling. Fact. You see what I'm saying? Like, niggas is against that. But, you know, again, that's neither here nor there. But... That's really all I wanted to just bring full circle moment because if you don't know, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. And even if you ask questions, you get information, you can still shut the fuck up. Facts. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's how I look at it. Like, I'm not about to be sitting on Twitter writing no essays about some shit. No. And I've done my research on this topic. I've talked to people who are very knowledgeable. And even when they give me the knowledge, I still go do my own research. So it's like, information is out there, bro. Just do your history and you still don't have to be performing in that. Like when you get, okay, this is like, no, bro. Like it's okay to not know. And it's okay. Even if you do know, you don't got to speak on everything. In fact, you don't. Um, but I also, a narrative that I saw, um, well, well, I saw a narrative and also like, um, cause I follow some people who are on my Twitter who are actually Palestinian. Okay. Okay. And they were, you know, they were talking about it and they basically were saying like, you know, they're going to rep for their people. But at the same time, it is, you know, they, they don't agree with what's going on. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. That's yeah. like that on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. But I also did see this theory of like, you know, because, you know, the Israelis, you know, are mostly fair skinned and the Palestinians are mostly dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And that could be, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is, I've heard this narrative before. And that's why certain things as far as like media and certain things of, you know, because, you know, like I said. Well, we do know skin tone is a factor. Again, yeah. if it is a factor, that will forever live on. Yeah. I mean, racism is, is, is birthed because of somebody looking different from you. Yeah, you so. see what I'm saying? It could be something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. It just, could be. I just don't know. And you know, it's just it's just unfortunate to see the evacuation, the threats of evacuation when these people don't got nowhere to go. And then and then it's like then you also gotta risk the fact of like, okay, I go move somewhere and I'm still in this area. Who's to say that this shit don't travel along exactly. and, go and go somewhere else? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, damn, I can't escape this shit. I gotta completely get out the country. But it's like. How can they get out the country now? Where can they go at? Especially when you got certain countries closing their borders off. Yeah. I seen some shit with Egypt put up something. They closing up. They was like, they don't want no refugees or something like that. I'm like, Damn. my nigga, y'all neighbors. That's essentially. Up. That's like if Georgia closed their borders to South Carolina, if like some some crazy shit happened. It's like my nigga, damn, like we flooded out or something. We had a we had some catastrophic happen. Yeah. We can't come just like with the Hurricane Katrina shit. Yeah. When the people was like literally getting ready to shoot people that they came across the Mississippi border, it's like, my nigga, they don't have nowhere to go. Yeah. They're not about to try to run up in your house or nothing. Like, niggas just trying to get to somewhere where they can survive. They're trying to get some refuge. Yeah, that's it. Literally. That's it. But I, I, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of nasty performative shit from a high level to a low level. Yeah. And it's like, bro, y'all don't have to act like you're knowledgeable and, and care about everything, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a persona thing, man. It's really a persona. So. That's all I really got on that, man. Um, Carisha, <laughs> y'all saw the BT Hip Hop Awards? I saw. I ain't. I saw the highlights. I. Ain't, I, ain't I see some high. People were saying it felt like it was low budget. Ran. It probably was, bro. That BET budget they said probably. The crowd wasn't really like engaged like how they thought it was. That BET budget probably sliced, bro. And the thing is, the BT Awards be good. The Hip Hop Awards is the one that kind of be getting like yeah. the short end. A lot like, of people, on and off. Yeah. yeah. Um. They said Ice Spice wasn't there to receive her award. I find that very alarming. <laughs> she needs to be there. 
Um, I, but I feel like that in general when it comes to all awards, I feel like yeah. everybody should be there because I think I feel like the representation matters that much. Yeah. If we're willing to always cry and bitch about again, the you Grammys. know, Grammys and all this other shit, we need to be there front and center for our shit. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck what the award is. Be there. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But I did see Jermaine Dupri's performance for like the Dirty South. Yeah, I and, saw that. You know, um, you know, and you know, I said, hey man, he might give, he can have Diddy on the ropes, man. Like some of the, the the songs that he had in that, it was like seven minutes, and I watched it. It was real good, bro. It yeah. was real good. Shout out to JD, man. Mm-hmm. He put on a great performance. He had uh Chingy and Tyrese come out there for their record. Word, shit okay. like that. Yeah, he uh he did Welcome to Atlanta with Ludacris. Uh they brought out Bone uh Bone Crusher for his performance Never and shit scared. like that. Never scared. Yeah. He has some he has some good songs in that lineup, man. But mm-hmm. I mean the BT Hip Hop Awards overall, I heard it it could have been better just as far as how they do it. Cause you know it's not live. They all they it's recorded. Yeah. It's pre recorded, so man. but Carisha winning best hip hop platform again. The fix is in. The fix is in, man. I'm gonna call a spade a spade. You know, she ain't gonna like it. She has voices like, oh, leave me alone. It's like my nigga, like, you do have some people who do this shit on a daily basis, a weekly basis. Like, she has like three shows. But I'll be but I'll be honest with you though, like, um, you know, the algorithm excuse me. The algorithm should have pop up on your uh, on your YouTube. I, every interview she got now, that shit is millions of views now. But, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's only literally like, I don't understand how Drinks Champs isn't giving that. Even though I'm not the, the biggest fan of Drink Champs as a podcast, they are the most, they come on every Saturday as far as like visual and audio. They have, they bring a multitude of people and I just feel like they've been around for a long time. The, only, the three nominees I feel like should be nominated. I would even have her as a nominee. I'm hell no, she wouldn't even be in that shit. Uh, bro. It's, it's between Joe million dollars with the game and drink chance for me, and I give it more so Joe because Joe records twice a week. He's yeah. there every Wednesday, Saturday, and like he's been doing it the longest. But I just feel like with Joe, I feel like a lot of his he's has a great his topics are hip hop, but I feel like it's hip hop, but I also feel like it's a lot of just like he covers general, a lot of shit. Cover a lot of shit. I just feel like for general, you know what you make a you make hip hop you make a just, great you know just hip hop yeah. I'd have to give it the drink. That's kind of like ours too, because we cover hip hop too, but we cover a multitude, a multitude, multitude of, things. of things. We cover so, sports, hip hop, current yeah. events. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you make a fair point. Yeah. You make a fair point because they tied last year. Actually, Carisha and Drink Champs won last year. You know what I'm saying? So I think Drink Champs. The fix is in though. Yeah, the fix is in, man. It's, it's, yeah, that's all. Dude. She didn't like. She didn't like what Charlemagne had to say about that. What for he sure. say? He basically same that we said, and she yeah. was in the comments like, "Oh, leave me alone." Like, but I mean, okay, a spade man. is a spade, bro. Like, yeah, I mean. I'm not shitting on your platform, but just for the award, like you don't record consistently. Nah. You see what I'm saying? And then your interviews come like once in a like, you know, every other what, six, seven months. And the, it's not consistent. And it's and it's more it's not hip hop, it's gossip. It's mm-hmm. this shit's supposed to be with like other shit. It's not supposed to be in a hip hop category. Yeah, math I think math was nominated. If so math, like I yeah. give math the the nod. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But essentially, it's like, bro, like, we see what's going on. At least I see it. Yeah. And it's nothing wrong with calling that out, though. Because if you want to have... Everybody want to talk about the culture, the culture, the culture. Being authentic with the culture. Well, when these awards come around and you have somebody who's doing the due diligence, bro, don't fuck around with, with, yeah. with the process, it, it with dilute, the recipients. It dilutes it. Yeah. Because you're not really being for the culture. like Because if you really... And that's, and that's probably a reason why a lot of these shits don't... Like you said, how like the BET Awards and shit like that... Shit don't really be for the culture like how niggas say it do. When you have the recipients not reflecting of what the award show is, it's it's it's, it's alarming. 
yeah, like no offense to Ice Spice, but in the hip in the culture, as far as what's no offense, like you gotta put don't put her if and, and, okay, you could do like maybe I don't know which category she won. Maybe it could be like best new artist or uh-huh. whatever the case may be. I think it was that. Okay, so I, I could I could kinda kinda see that. But like if we're doing the BET hip hop awards, we need to do fucking hip hop. Like, no offense. Like to me that shit is but you more, don't feel she hip hop? To me, that's more pop. That's more You think so? I to me, like to me, I like that's to me that shit like popular music. To me, that ain't really like, and I ain't trying to ju- because you know th- there's certain things that I do. You know, like to me, sexy to me, sexy red is rap music. Mm-hmm. To me, that's rap music. You know what I'm saying? If you even want to go in the, the 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 as far as the categories, to me, Ice Spice is like pop music. That's popular music. I feel like sexy red is more. If you wanted to do new artists for a hip hop award, I would put her over. I would put definitely put her over in Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. I feel you. So yeah, that's yeah. all I really had to say as regards to that. As far as the awards, man. Um, you know, it's I didn't have a chance to tune in because obviously I was working, but I definitely caught some highlights. I'm gonna play it back and watch it because I do, especially with this year. I do like to watch the awards. It's not something yeah. that I scoff at, so I do like to watch the awards. Yeah. So I want to give it as just do watching the full. But I did find that hip hop award very for best hip hop platform because it's like, and she's not even a podcast for real. You it's know a what talk saying? show. It's basically like a talk show type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not a podcast. And I think we kind of kind of lost the meaning, in a sense, of what a podcast is. Yeah. Now, if you have a podcast and you just do video, that's fine. I don't have no beef with that. Yeah. But at the, its core, it's audio. Yeah. That's what podcasting is. Fact. Of course, with, with time change, you got to adapt with the times. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. When we first started, it was strictly audio. Yeah. But now you got the video. And that's what kind of makes a break. Mm-hmm. The pod now is like the visuals. You get what I'm yeah. saying? I understand it. People want to see your reaction when you see certain things. When you had the pod, audio is just like, oh shit, we was just, we was, the pod lovers just was ready for, you know, the tax stones, the Joes, yeah. the, you know, combat jack to drop yeah. the audio, man. Yeah. I'm ready for the audio to just get me through my day or just yeah. get me on my way to drive to work. So I feel like you still kind of got to have that, bro. You can't yeah. take that element away from it. In fact, is it, yeah, like you got to keep it at, at its core. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Do you, you want to add something to that? We'll just see if she's here next year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel she's definitely going to have some more people on her platform. Also, I feel like, you know, I think Joe had kind of said, he he had like a little snippet about his like, uh, you know, running out of people to interview. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you when get you, what I'm saying? Well, that's mm-hmm. when you got to be, that's when, when you eventually, you got to, that's why podcasts. It's an art. Yeah, that's, it's an art. It's and a that, skill. And, and that's why the niggas who always, who never have guests on, always are the ones that kind of survive the longest as far as being popular. Because when you have to depend on guests all the time, I feel like that kind of, they kind of, I don't want to say it dilutes the podcast, but it kind of just makes it feel like... Being an interviewer and being a podcaster are two completely different things. Yeah. And people, and I understand you yeah. have elements. Me, I feel like I'm a dual threat. Yeah, I feel like Drew, he's a dual threat. Mo, he's a dual threat when it comes to this. But... You have some people are strictly just interviewers, mm-hmm. and you have people who are podcasters. Yeah, you can be both, but they're not the same at all. Because at if all. you can't talk, for I mean, Drew has said it before. Like you know, he's engineered podcasts for people. They're six minutes in, and it's like okay, What's like next? what else? What's next? Like bro, you had to be able to talk, carry come, be a conversationalist. Yeah, you see, what I'm saying like that matters. Being a podcaster and being an interviewer is not the same thing. And I feel like mm-hmm. we're in a time now where people are trying to blend. 
like blended two. And like I said, yeah. you could be a dual threat, but they're not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. And I also think what the, the thing of like where, where the audio comes in, where people will have the visual of what they want to see, but it'll rip it to the audio to still, I guess, keep it, I guess, keep it true to the, mm-hmm. the base. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the podcasts, like you said now, are people are wanting to see the visual more than hear the audio. Mm-hmm. So if you, and then especially when it comes to once you get, um, cause they realize, you know, as far as the money aspect is concerned, we could do product placement. Mm-hmm. We could have the video. We could, you know, you know, get this sponsor, get that sponsor, mm-hmm. display shit, things like that. So once you get down to that element, it's not only just a visual aspect, but it's the fact of, you know, we're also trying to, you know, we can also make some money off doing this as well. Which I don't, like you said, I feel like you need both. Mm-hmm. Um, to me personally, I'm all to certain, and, and me personally, certain podcasts, I like to see the visual more than I like to see the audio. Mm-hmm. You know, so. It's definitely a place for both, definitely. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, we'll we'll definitely see how that shit pan out for sure. Oh, man, not to say, not to, uh, I forgot what I was about to say, but um, did you hear about, they basically are trying to say that the podcast bubble is going to burst because I know. I can see it. They said in Amazon, they like their amp radio, which is a, a popular podcast. It's coming here. to an end, right? Yeah, it's coming to an end. Like there's a couple other, like on Spotify, they're, they're getting rid of a lot of I can see it. and shit like that. But I feel like it's going to get back to a meeting. What I say about mm-hmm. it is the ones that are going to survive are going to survive. Okay. But that 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 point in 2018, when jo- when Joe first signed his deal, I'm only speaking amongst us, yeah. that took the companies like, okay, we can go sign to Amy Schumer. We can go sign to, you know, this, that, and the third. We saw Spotify buy the ringer for, uh, you know, 200 M's. You know, Joe Rogan and 100 M. I'm not saying that they're not thriving, surviving. But it started this rush of handing out deals, handing out deals, handing out deals, handing out deals when it was like, should have took a step back. Yeah. Let's review the quality. Let's review who really do this podcast for real. Let's really get with the ones who at the grassroots yeah. fuck, like really do this podcast thing and build them up. In it. But essentially, when you see those companies like that, they're not trying to do that. Yeah. They're just trying to get on the first thing smoking and like yeah. boom, let's run it up. Yeah. But yeah, I did he- I did hear about that. I did hear about that. But podcasting that has been overall has been down. It's been trending down for a minute. So I'm not surprised at that bur- that bubble bursting. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised at that at all. I mean, it is what a lot of people are trying to get into it for a quick money grab. Mm-hmm. And that's not how this game go at all. Like y- y'all have heard me say it before, I'm gonna say it again, bro. If you really love it. You're going to have to run this shit up for some years and continue to be steadfast at it if that's what you want, especially if you don't have a name for real. Now, you have a little bit more leverage when you are an athlete or you're a, you know, a, a rapper and you transition to podcasts. There's no reason why you shouldn't be getting money Yeah, because you have a name behind you, period. Yeah. Other than that, it's just like I have seen this trend of like, bro, who are you? Everybody can't interview everybody. And if you are, how skilled are you to get something different out that person? Yeah. What? Yeah, because I know I can do that. Yeah, but to a certain, but if he's giving it up, why even waste my time interviewing him? Especially when niggas, especially when they do the quote unquote press run, it's like you didn't said this on this platform, then mm-hmm. went to this podcast, said the same thing. What are you going to do as the like you said as the podcast or interviewer to get something different, different. out of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely for sure. Definitely. No, that was a great point though. I did hear about that though. So I mean, we'll definitely see. I think we'll see for sure between twenty twenty three and twenty twenty six. In particular, yeah. where the podcast bubble is going for sure, definitely. Okay. So, um, y'all feel like Wimby is a top fifty player? He got rated number forty seven in the you know the annual top fifty list. As the Hooper and me, no, absolutely not. We hey, bro, I'm yeah. jumping out the window on Wimby. 
He looked good during that um in that preseason game. Now he the twenty three with the against the Heat. He looked good, bro. He's literally can go down as one of the greatest players ever with his hey skill set. Leave us out of this. <laughs> I'm saying barring energy, barring injury, he definitely got top five potential, bro. He's definitely he he can be. I think it's it's like, I think Wimby's top fifty already. I'm sorry, and I rarely say shit like that. Rarely. Yeah, that's what I'm I don't think I ever said no shit yeah, like that to be real. Wimby is top fifty, bro. He is. It's like some of these guys are just they can't do what he can do, and can I understand it. He hasn't actually played a full game yet, but with Wimby, it's just different. I mean, he's seven four. A point guard can do any move, fadeaway jumper. Get to a spot, pull up, drop, step, pull up. I mean, we seen it. He looked like the goddamn all star. Man, when he dunked yeah, it in the when basketball, he it when um that one play where he was going on the right side and he it didn't even look like he jumped, bro. It just looked like he just looked like he walked to. It looked like he literally like stepped two times and just like it didn't. There was no. He didn't have to jump. He didn't have to do shit. He just and I'm like, damn dog. You know how easy he he can average yeah. like. He can average at least 25 to 30, like, so easily. Bro. I'm definitely ready to see him, man. Like, really see him against the elite talent, of course. But that's the one I'm really rolling. Like, I I'm, I don't have no beef with Wemmy being ranked top 50. I don't. Yeah, because you got some players like, like you know, if somebody, you know, when LeBron James first came in the league um, and if they did the rankings... If you look back at it, he might have been ranked in the top fifteen. He didn't play, but at he the should same, have been. But you know, he gets that <laughs> as a but, rookie. You know, yeah. But there's certain players, man, that just get that. They they get that. You know, when people people can just know when niggas have it. See me, I know when we have it, but I'm just scared of the injury. The aspect. injury aspect, so and that really wanna, be the thing yeah. with these players. We see with Zion. We say this about Chet, Zion, everybody. It's like okay, they say they can be this, yeah, and we don't want to live off the it can be this. Yeah, the, the potential factor, and we want to see it. Yeah, I was shocked though that Russell wasn't ranked top fifty. Like Russell Westbrook still is a top fifty player, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I can't. You're not it. telling me that Jared Allen is better than Russell Westbrook. Right. I just hope he has a great year. Honestly, yeah. oh Westbrook has a phenomenal year. But this he had year. a good year last year. With the he Clippers. ended the playoffs on a high note. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't. You know why, bro? They've been hating on this man. When listen, when the NBA writes you off, they write you the fuck yeah. off. Like the, to write this nigga off like a Pat Bev is crazy. And and, and it's kind of like um, with even on like a James Harden situation, like. When the NBA has felt like they, when you're on the decline and you're not the the person that we can actually sell to get tickets, nigga, we don't give a fuck about you. Like, I fuck with James Harden, but James Harden playing that game kind of dangerous. Like, my nigga, he'll find his way at the league soon. You know what I'm saying? They could really, and it, for to somebody like Russ, Russ, you know, you know, Russ just he Russ really just was wanting a fair shot, bro, on a lot of situations. And he just goes in balls. Yeah, he. That's what I'm saying. He don't. It's really, no antics. Behind it's no it. antics. He just play hard. And like I said, I was very critique. I uh, had a heavy critique of him on the the Lakers. He got them post game interviews. Yeah, because the post game interviews and <laughs> yeah, the certain yeah, shit, yeah. I could just tell the nigga head just was not in it when he was playing with us. And so new situation, you get a different Russ, and Russ is hooping with the Clippers, and. I think he could still have a, a, a. I think he could, you know, could put together a real solid year with the teams that with the team that they already have. He, I mean, I don't, I don't see him not starting. You know, I mm-hmm. think did he come off the bench last year? Mm-hmm. I'm not and sure. Spots and then he eventually moved to the moved lineup. To the I, I think, I yeah. think he'll be starting this year. He had a good playoffs. Yeah, he did. And so that's like I said, he left on a high note. Um, the only thing with Russ, I still feel like with his game, 
is you got to be a more consistent shooter because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are going to draw a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need, so, you know. In the IQ moments. But I feel like even on those IQ moments, you could kind of give the ball to Kawhi be like, all right, bro, just, you know. And PG defer. And PG, you can can defer. If those niggas are on the court. Yeah. They okay, got to stay true. healthy, bro. And those two niggas cannot stay healthy. I'm tired of saying healthy with them two names. Yeah, that's right. true. <laughs> because now you're going to put Russ in a position where he feel he like... He has to shoot these crazy threes, yeah. half-court shots, and that's going to make him look fucked shit. up at the end of the day. Yo, before we go too deep into um, sports, let me ask y'all, did y'all see that clip that was going around of Shorty who was um, who like, who's going to Cheesecake Factory? Yeah. yeah, yeah she didn't yeah. get out the car because she didn't want to go. Let me say... That's the most jokiest shit I've seen in a very, very. I'm long not surprised time. either. Like, and then it was like, bro, when you turn, when she turned the camera to Buddy, it's like an Indian dude or some shit like that. It was like, yeah, all right, bro. Like you, y'all trying to punk this man? Yeah, Drew, I yeah. did see that, but I think Cheesecake Factory has become like a punchline in Black Twitter to shit on. So but I think Cheesecake Factory good. What the fuck niggas talk about? I don't people, care what people, no nigga talk about. Bro, that shit busted. People take opportunities to shit on that shit. Bro. Man, fuck that. But but niggas was just going up for the Applebee's one dollar margarita. If you haven't peed, I seen that too. Nick, but niggas talk shit about Apple. Like, bro, fuck with these niggas talking about eat with you. I remember, I remember, um, somebody. I remember you was like a. Niggas ain't about to change my mind about going to fucking Cracker Barrel, nope. dog. Nigga, he was like, he he was standing on his shit, Not like you feel me. So, like, bro, if that's what you like to eat, bro, that's what you like. The only thing I'm gonna look down on you, bro, is certain fast food because I just feel like with all the with all the knowledge that we know, like, ain't no way in hell you're supposed to be eating some of this shit. But yeah. at the end of the day, I can't even look down at that either yeah. because you know, at the end of the day, everybody. Got they, you know, whatever they quote unquote vices or everything that they make them feel good or comfort them. If McDonald's is and not, I would just say don't eat that shit every day. But if you a nigga that want like like if you a nigga that you know nigga, I'm gonna give him a quarter pounder with a with a coke and a, with, with fries and a coke once in yeah. a while. I ain't I ain't knocking that. You know what I'm saying? So do what you do. But I think I think it's more so of like society today that like the audacity of some individuals when it comes to dating. And I, I just only I brought this up because I wanted to hear you guys' view on essentially if one you're put in the situation of a control freak because this is clearly a, a woman who's a control freak of she has to control the narrative, or you feel that Cheesecake Factory for whatever reason is beneath you, but I just feel like that's an ego thing. But also you're out here with the Indian man who's not going to check you as like, hey, you, you got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? He's sitting here trying to like, hey, like, what, what's wrong? Like, how can I make this better type situation? But it's not a, a matter of of making anything better. You yeah. did nothing wrong. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you want to be specific about what you what you want to eat, yeah, open your mouth. And open say your that. mouth and say that. Yeah, like this man took it upon. He probably did his research and. His reservations. GK Factory is not a place that you just walk in and. Nah, you go he and definitely get got seated. a place that reservation. Yeah, so it's like, have if you if you guys are put in that position, what would you do? Uh, I just want to holler at her no more. I take her back home. I take her back home and shit. Find somebody else to go yeah, cheesecake. Parlay something else. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Simple. We ain't got to have no episode. And then you want to put me on the camera, bitch. I'm going to tell you straight up on the camera, like I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You're going home now. Going home now, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Cause I know somebody else who gonna like the cheesecake factory, my nigga. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know somebody else who like the spinach artichoke dip, my nigga. She locking my door is crazy. <laughs> you lock my door on me? Yeah, she's she's bugging. 
He's bugging. What? I did see that, Drew. I forgot about but that. I but I think, yeah. like you said, the internet gives people yeah, the audacity. Internet, yeah, the internet yeah. gives people the audacity at Shit this point, stupid. bro. Shit is that, stupid. That was very, like, a that was a nasty move. And then and then it's just like, like, to see the control factor, like, you know, people hit us with the, oh, you don't, you don't protect black women, but then you act this way, you know, to a race that already don't fuck with us. You see mm. what I'm saying? So it's already like... It's crazy that he's even stepping out to fuck with you, ma. But like, his mom is not happy about this. His daddy is not happy about yeah. this. Grandma, grandpa is not fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? But here he is. He like what he like. But then you act like this. You see what I'm saying? Like, but y'all want to be choose, bro. Everybody wants to be choose. But you have a man choosing you, and now you you putting you lock the door. Everything is for a moment, bro. Yeah. Everything you roll down the window. You roll my window down and lock my door. Like, yeah, that shit is nasty. That's would have called bro. the police on your yeah, ass and been she, like, "Hey, man, yeah, she, she can't me, bro." Yeah, she can <laughs> go to hell. my fucking car. She can go to hell, but yeah. yeah. I just thought that was just something because I I saw like this shit just kept circulating on Twitter. Oh bro. yeah, you know people going right there essays mm-hmm. about it. So yeah, definitely. No, nah, Drew, you you right. I did see that. Um, back onto the sports real quick. Um, did y'all see? Y'all think Shay Alexander's top ten? No. Nah, you gotta because when you <laughs> get in that top ten, my nigga, it's this thing that we talk about all the time on this podcast, and it's called expectations. I don't see how a nigga who expectations is basically making it just getting to the playoffs, playing, playing basically is is over a nigga's whose expectation is to win the ring. And that's why I say, do y'all really have a criteria, or you just be throwing shit at the wall hoping to stick, or you just pick and choose? Because that's always be my argument. I don't give a fuck about who you like more. Mine is always the argument. Yeah. I care about the argument. If your argument don't apply for everybody in terms of certain conversations, then I just know you're just being biased. And that's yeah. fine. Bias, hate, whatever the case may be, just acknowledge it. Don't tell me that Shea is a top 10 player, bro. He's top 20, 25 maybe. But top 10, he's better than Book. He's better than Jimmy. He's better than uh, who else was he ahead of? AD, Braun. And these are niggas who've been doing it. And I'll, and I'll, I'll put I'm going to say what it is. Yeah, I'll put more to Devin Booker. I'll put more to Devin Booker because they're more close as far as like age range and shit. Like, dog, Devin Booker was kind of in the same boat as far as scoring the points and shit like that, but his team not winning. He was never in no top conver- no top bro, 10 conversation, I have, bro. I have two I have Devin Booker two levels ahead of Shea. That's not yeah. no shot at shot at Shea, but Devin Booker is the best shooting guard. And after him, it's I'm not saying it's a big gap at all, but Shea's top five shooting guard. But he's shit. not better than fucking Devin Booker, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. He's not better than Devin Booker. And then, like I said, if you put them in the same... Because at one point... What Booker, is he going to be expected to do the way that y'all kill these other players? That's essentially my I, question. Uh, I don't know. Because like I said, Book and Shea was kind of in the same boat as far as from Brooks' perspective. Because Book was the guy who would average 25, 27, 30 a game, but his team was always losing. My whole thing is, when he was doing that, he was nowhere near a top 25, a top 10 list. But Shea hasn't been to the playoffs, but he averaging 30. Basically the same shit Devin Booker was doing, but now he's top 10. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, you're talking his performance last year, 31-4, rebounds, Mm. 4.8, assists, 5.1, 51 from the field. So it's like... All right, you look at that, but Chet's back now. 
You see what I'm saying? So that scoring ain't going to go. It ain't going to stay around 31. It might be around 27, 28. You see what I'm saying? Maybe 25 tops. And Josh Giddy's getting better. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's just like, it's it's, when Bradley Beal was doing that, he ain't getting no all-NBA nod. But he also, ain't damn sure ain't get ranked top 10. Yeah, no. They're not moving the needle. Bro, Shay, they're trying to push a narrative for Shay because he's a feel-good story and he dresses the way he did. Yes. That is what I'm saying and I'm standing on that. It's the aura effect. Again, the aura. We're in this aura era. That's His fucking, aura. That's fucking. My nigga. Come on, Marcus, bro. You killing me, bro. Let's you just, killing me. Let's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But killing me, I'm bro. I'm sorry, but I'm just saying. We're going to have to mute that, man. Because the, the aura shit just be like, dog, are we talking basketball or what, my nigga? What we, what, 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 what we, what we basing this off? No, no. I feel you. And it's just, it's just with, with Shay, it's like, my nigga, he's not getting the same critique as the rest of these niggas. You're not going to hold it to a Tatum standard. Tatum six, he eight. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not going to hold him to that standard, bro. You're not going to hold it to that standard, bro. Like, uh, it's just, with Shea, it's like, I don't know, Drew. I don't know, Drew. I don't know how you can even put this thing ahead of Jimmy Butler, bro. I don't get How the it. fuck do you do that? For somebody who is not, as you know, he's an all-star, that's great. But there's a lot of guys who've averaged a bunch of points have been all-stars and have been nowhere near ranked the top tw- the top 10. So I'm just, like you said, it's got to be the narrative. Or is this the, is this the fucking, uh, the NBA global game narrative? Because mm-hmm. he's a Canadian. Like, I don't, I don't get this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, is that what y'all trying to do? Like, I don't understand this shit. I think it's just because of his persona. But even that, it's like, dog, what does that have to do with the game? But that's how it be sometimes, man. They put certain areas to certain players. He's next in line. I didn't think it was going to be this nasty, though. I'm going to be real with you, bro. Shade top 10 is ridiculous. I'm going to be real with you. This is where I feel like real journalism has to be involved. Because when you dealing with niggas who get this all this influence off the internet and looking at highlights and certain shit then that is the that is kind of the influence of certain things when it comes to these rankings and certain things mm-hmm. back then when you had like real like like bro because i was a big fan of around the horn and i used to watch all of these writers from the new york from the whether the new york times la la yeah. times you know chicago tribune all these people yeah, who were yeah, yeah. very you know, had a lot of credentials and, you know, how they would break the game down. I could tell, okay, they, whether they played the game or not, they had a, a, a good enough knowledge about the game. I feel like a lot of these niggas are just taking shit from other people instead of doing their actually own looking at, because it's like, bro, if you actually know basketball and watch basketball, you know Shea's a great player, but you know he's not top 10. There's 10 other players. There's, you know, him being in the top 10, there's 10 other players better than him. Like, yeah. So that's why I kind of feel like when it comes to the journalism aspect of reporting in sports, I feel like that's kind of been a downgrade because we have the internet now and people could just and the crazy thing put these all were, their opinions. These were in. writers who did this list. Oh, they're actually like sports journalists. Mm-hmm. How old were these niggas? They didn't say. Cause that's gonna tell me a lot too, bro. Cause cause uh cause, cause what's my dog from um what's my dog from LA Times? Bill Plowski. Bill Plowski wasn't gonna do that shit. You feel me? I don't see him putting um them top. Yeah, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him doing that. Not shade top ten. I mean, I even I forgot because you pretty much know who's gonna be top ten. But ah, uh, 
Is that to throw like a curveball in? Like, I don't get why the fuck LeBron. Ain't oh, here we 10. go. So ESPN's NBA rank panel comprising nearly 150 reporters, editors, producers, and analysts was asked to rank players based on their predicted contributions, quality, and quantity for the 2023-2024 season only. Okay, so you said writers, analysts, who else? Uh, 150 reporters, editors, producers, and analysts. Okay, so those are the people. Out of, out of, those, out of those 150 people, how much do you think of those were actually like solid, journalistic? 15 to 20%. 15 to 20%. That's a low percent when you're trying to do a whole list of 100 basketball players. 50, 50. Yeah, 50. that's still a lot though. That's yeah. it. You so know, yeah, that's I the, say that's my percentage. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, for me, I, I look at it like, man, bro, we need some people who actually know the fucking game, dog. Why do we have, like, the narr- narrative, and narratives have always been pushed, you know, when it comes to sports, especially basketball, because I understand where narratives drive basketball because mm. everything is kind of, a, you know, a quote unquote story. It's more of a storyline in the NBA than in the NFL, um, because in the NBA, out of a second, out of a seven game series, you kind of already know who's going to win. And out of and in football, it's kind of hard to, you know, I know people say about the script, but it's kind of hard to write a script in football because it's it's like March Madness. It's only one game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to get to where you need to get to. Yeah, so definitely. But um, we definitely gonna see how this all this shit play yeah. out though. But man, I uh, like going back to uh going back to the 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 Wimby being in the top fifty, um. I think he's definitely got that potential, man. Because when I saw that uh, that preseason game, even when he played against the Thunder, when him and Chet went back and was playing, mm-hmm. he looked really good. He looked fluid. His his motion. He had like you know he could shoot. He could he could just do everything at seven five, bro. And that's kind of crazy. Yeah, You've never crazy. seen that. I've never seen that before. I'm you know my thirty two years of you know living. I've watched basketball, you know, on where I could fully understand it. Probably like when I was about. Six or seven, yeah. So around the see, same age. So to mm-hmm. see that is like, damn, bro. I didn't think we was gonna see that because I even remember when, like, a monster. I remember when, like, like he was created in a lab. Yeah, like, like I remember when, like, when we was geeking, like, oh my god, I can't believe Dirk Nowitzki is seven foot shooting threes. Like, yeah, when we was young, I was like, he was like, like the first kind of like the the entry. Yeah, the entry. So when we seen that, then we seen Kevin Durant. Like, man, there's no way in hell a nigga that talk could could be fluid. That then you see just. The evolution of the game and now to you see, see him, Chet Wimby. That's dude. This might be like the final form, bro. And it wouldn't surprise me, my nigga, if somebody because I um I forgot who I was um who I was listening to, but there was like, imagine we get to the point where the all the the both NBA team lineups, point guard six five and up. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? That's going to look crazy. Positionless basketball. Yeah, that's going to look crazy. Definitely. Definitely for sure. So mm-hmm. I'm ready for the season. It starts on the 24th. So definitely mm-hmm. going to be interested to see how that took right. off. So early predictions from you guys. Uh, I want to know a couple things. I'm just going to ask a couple things. just want to see our early predictions. Uh, so player of the year, you know, MVP. Who's your early predictions? We're just going off a whim. Just, you know. Fuck it. MVP, Joker or Giannis. Joker or Giannis? If I had to pick one, I'd probably say Giannis. Yeah. Who are you going with? Who are you going with, Drew? Um, or Luca. I throw Luca in there. They like, they like, the world loves Luca. So I think it's also kind of one of those things how, like, Mavericks ain't look good preseason at all. Like, every game I've seen with them, it's just like, it's a lot of dribbling of the basketball. <laughs> no um, ball movement. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> 
Um, Giannis with Dame now. <sighs> I know, bro. Like I, I, I can't count out KD. KD look good. Um, that's a tough one, man. Just to throw it out there, I'm gonna say it's gonna be out of Giannis, KD, and um, Joker. Okay. I, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go me I'm gonna go with mobile Mike said I'm gonna go Giannis. Yeah. I think Giannis gonna win MVP this year. Rookie of the year easy Wimby. Yeah, Wimby. It's it's the it's they're gonna give it if it's not him then it's gotta be Chase. Only thing setting back is injury. And the crazy thing is we ain't even talk about Scoot. And no. Scoot actually looked pretty he's good. Yeah, he he's he looked but pretty good. But he ain't Wimby. Nah, he's not like it, you just it's just been unfortunate that you fell in the same draft yeah. as a generational talent. Yeah, like they both could be generational, yeah, but yeah. he's transcending yeah, the he's game. Tra- yeah, he's yeah. gonna be different. Um, before we get out of here, how does y'all feel about Dion's twenty nine nothing blown lead? Bro, I took a nap at halftime. Woke oh, up, and man. it was it was double overtime. I thought this is a dream because it was like, bro, right, this was no so way. Boring. It's like no I cut way. The game yeah. off at halftime. I was like, right, yeah, they got this in the bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Stanford was one and four. I'm like, man. Shit. I then I look at the highlights. I'm like, bro, they know what the fuck. And Dion saying after the game, I just want guys to love this game the way that I love it, and not what it does for them. And that was but, very telling. But because at the it's same like, time, no, Mike. I feel like they have been kind of caught up in the celebrity side of it. But at the same time, no, Mike. Dion, you're the one who introduced them to this shit. True. You didn't have to do this. Oh, shit. he's definitely accountable you for this 29 to, nothing loss. You now. didn't have to create this fucking. You didn't have to to create this. Celebrities here and there, and you didn't have to create this world. Now you could have came in there, head down. Hey, we just gonna do this, but you know that's a part of the. It's it's a it's a kind of a, it's it's kind of a gray area where you need that type of stuff to recruit kids nowadays. Yeah. But at the same time, you can't let that. That's that's kind of that's kind of the downside of the NIL. Uh. It's kind of the downside of the NIL, bro. And it's 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 now that they getting money, they ain't really. Okay, you, you, they, you don't think they had the same hunger to get into the NFL with the NIL now or no, winning? I don't think so, bro. Because you, these kids make so much money in college, bro. You think it's gonna be like that in college basketball too? I think so too, in a sense. But and, but see, the thing with with, with basketball is, I, I want to talk about this now that now we're speaking on as far as college basketball and things like that. Um, when it comes to the world game, right? The world game, which has which has the advantage over the kids in the U.S., is that those kids over there play professional early they, they get in they might be might mm. play for their club until you know maybe a certain age like maybe 14 once they hit like 15 16 they're going to the pro you know they're playing so they're getting professional training they learn how it is to be a pro in the united states the g league is kind of well the g league ignite they have a team that's kind of like that you have the certain things like overtime elite which i don't really don't think this that's kind of i don't Maybe I guess I don't know too much about overtime elite, but um, I knew they do have like a lot of the top players in in the country that play there uh-huh. instead of like finishing out high school or maybe they might play overtime elite and then go to college or some play overtime elite and skip college and then you know that's their one year removed. Um, so what I'm basically what I'm trying to say is these kids overseas have more of a you know they have more of the the pro training and they get it earlier. Us in America, we kind of have that with the G League Ignite and certain things, but it's not to that extent. With college now being in the play, these kids really aren't going to think about, you know, okay, 
let me try to get myself ahead as far as going to maybe playing pro early, playing for the G League early, like let Scoot Henderson do for two years. Instead, they're going to go get that $10 million bag thrown at them by Duke, and they're going to play that one year and not going to give a fuck because they're getting paid. They're going to put up their numbers and then they're going to the and they're going to the NBA. How does that really help the development of a kid? And then we're getting our ass kicked in the World Cup. So, in combination with Dion, do you feel like that affects his development and recruitment? I think that kind of that kind of a kid nowadays got to personally want that shit. Cause back then you could have had somebody who maybe not has been as strong and as passionate, but depending on their circumstance, they're like, I gotta do this shit, bro. We fucked up right now. My family, you know what I'm saying? My, you know, whether, you know, my situation, you know, I want to help my mom to succeed. Whether I'm mm-hmm. fully invested in this shit or not, I know that for a fact that if I gotta I gotta play hard in order to get myself to a position where I can get to the league and get paid. Now when you getting paid in college, it's like shit, nigga, mama taken care of already. And I think of, yeah, and I think that kind of alleviates the stress of taking care of mom, but also mm-hmm. makes them somewhat lazy in a sense. Yeah. And that's all I took away from that game. They got lax. They got lazy. They thought it was in the bag. But this can be either an eye opener for them or it could be a, a slope down the hill. Yeah. One of the two, because that was inexcusable. Inexcusable. I mean, Travis Hunter, salute them. He's a great player. He was getting worked. Cooked. Second half. And they gave up 13 catches for 294 yards to one guy. That is madness. And Travis Hunter received a lot of that. So it's like, bro, you got to kind of come back to earth. We get it. You be having the celebs on the side. Cedric the Entertainer, Anthony Anderson was at the sidelines of the game. But But it's like, you know, there's still work that be, these teams don't give a fuck about that. They don't care what their record is. That's their motivation. Because every day, motivation. every time they see you on a schedule, oh, we're going to play Dion. It's going to be a lot of pu- pu- press. There's going to be a lot of publicity. It's going to be, be a lot of this celebrity. Too. Yeah, a lot of So celebrity. then after the game, when they was doing this, it's like the safer players doing, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but they warranted to do Can't that. They mad. was on 29 nothing. Drew, you was about to say something? Yeah, I mean, that shit got ugly. I mean, that's just what it is. Old-fashioned ass whooping again. You know what I'm saying? But that's Taylor two halves. Yeah, bro. But also again, it just shows you, man, what's what's to come. I mean, it's just year one. I They'll mean, get better. Yeah. It's going to get better. better. Yeah, it's so, just. I'm not gonna give. It, I'm not gonna give it too much because I know that defense been fluky. I've been saying oh, this yeah, shit yeah, all oh, year. Yeah, they yeah. they're just it's two. There's two niggas on that that defense that can really handle this shit, and that's Deion son and Travis Hunter. Yeah, he got cooked, but it's his first day. It's his first game back. He probably didn't practice hard this week at all. Now it's time to get back in the lab. Get back in the lab. Get off the fucking TikTok. Get off the YouTube. Get back in the bag, man. You know, that's just what what it is. Get your NIO money, do your thing, but there's still work that needs to be done. If you want to be in this for a long time, this ain't no one and done thing. And um, and especially doing two-way, bro. Like, Yo, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Come on, though. For sure. So uh, that's pretty much... With Shador, oh, though, that. when it comes to bruh, I don't understand why he don't scramble a lot. It looked like he was scrambling more this last game. Yeah, I think okay. it's just more of a, you know, he wanted... That's his game. He always been like a natural pocket passer, but he's going to run when he needs to, not when he wants to. But I'm going to be real with you, dog. I know you train under Brady and all that shit, but my nigga, you got you to gotta use your feet better and use it more often. I think it'll come with time. Because, I mean, because all that shit he doing, nigga, in the in, in, a, in the NFL, bro, that's not going, 
That's not. Yeah, you're gonna have to have your moments when you're gonna have to have those moments, but you gonna have to run. It's not even just scrambling, my nigga. You gonna have to scramble with a purpose. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You're not just scrambling to get away in the NFL, my nigga. In college, you might be doing that to get away, but in the NFL, my nigga, you scrambling because you're trying to get some fucking yards, bro. You gotta make some shit happen. It's a die situation, yeah. Yeah. Facts. But I think all in all, though, they'll be fine. I hope they take this lesson and they really apply it. Get in the film room, study tape. And they'll be fine, man. So um, that's pretty much all I got, man. Um, shout out to everybody, man. You know, constantly, always doing their thing. We're in the fourth quarter of the year, yes, officially. Sir. Three months left in the year before you know it. You know, it'll be January for me. I feel like we already there. But, you know, I still got to live in the real world. Mm-hmm. So y'all continue to, you know, do your thing. In the in the year on a high note, man, um, if you took some punches, you know, um, continue to just roll on, man. Don't ever give up. I mean, I took some punches this year, but all in all, man, 2023 has definitely been good to the kid. Um, the second half of the year, for sure, has been good to the kid. It's going to continue to be better. Um, and just continue to whatever it is that you're striving at, man. Continue to run that shit up, man. Shout out to everybody doing their thing in the city. You know, whatever field that you in. Continue to just run it up, do your thing. If you're listening to the show, I appreciate you. As always, you know, from the beginning to now, if you're a first-time listener, if you're a last-time listener, I just appreciate the time that you gave us, man. So that's pretty much all I got, man. Shout out to everybody just doing their thing, man, and holding us down, supporting us, and, you know, continue to tap in with us, man. No, for sure, man. Big up, everybody. Big up. Keep making the moves, man. Keep making them strides. End this year on a strong note, you know, do the things that you really want to do. That's my only takeaway, man. But big up everyone. Yeah, man. Or stop making secret songs, nigga. Yeah, stop making secret songs. <laughs> so, man, if you hear anything to show that gets you in your feelings, you feel some type of way, always remember, just we're just messengers. some messengers. We out.